And we are live. Welcome to About That Life podcast slash Coach's Rise Time, um, where we talk a little bit of basketball in between. For you guys who've been rocking with me since uh, uh, the beginning, I appreciate you. Audio side's doing really good. YouTube, do the HBO special, help a brother out. Um, help me make that algorithm go up. Please like and share. It's much appreciated. Got a good show for you. Got two officials, collegiate high school and uh, a, a lot of good information for this episode. Hopefully you parents, you kids, everybody listen, check this out. We're going to have a lot of clips for you, shorten it up, and get them out there for you as well so people can digest the things we're teaching. But we should have a good episode for you coming right now. Turn it up! From the YBA Phoenix Fitness 24-7 basketball facility in Rockland, California. It's Coach's Rise Time with Coach C. Collins. It's starting. Three, two, one. Coach's Rise Time. Hey, I'm Coach C. Collins. Welcome to Coach's Rise Time slash About That Life. We got a nice little hybrid episode for you guys because, unfortunately, Mark couldn't be here. Shout out to him. He is in San Diego. Um, doing his thing with GGT Productions. Um, so I'm anchoring this show. But the biggest thing is we have two really cool guests that I've known for quite a while and worked around these guys, especially in the basketball field. For a lot of you guys who know, you know, I coach, you know, I run this AAU program over here called YBA, um, one of the co-directors and do all the travel ball and all that good stuff. So having these brothers on the show is a really cool thing because – for one, you parents need to hear this information because you think you know and you don't. Two, you kids need to know this information because you think you know and you don't. And three, coaches, we need the information because we think we know and we don't. So, um, and especially I'm glad to have them here because we're really trying to, and me personally, I'm always vested in trying to help the basketball community. I want... We want more young coaches. We want more young officials. We want, you know, uh, people stepping up and, and wanting to take these roles. And the best way to do it, I think, is to use my platform to get some of that information out there. But before we get to them, let me give a shout out to my sponsors. Shout out to Dr. Dish, best shooting machine on the market. Uh, they have all kind of models, whether you're looking for the home edition, all-star edition, rebel. They have your needs. They have your budget. Go ahead. Tell them about that live podcast sent you. They will shoot you a discount. And um, also, if you're looking for AAU, rec league, anything competitive or just to get your kid out there playing basketball, sign up for Hardwood Palace. They have eight courts. When they use our facility, they have 11 courts. They always have tournaments every weekend, all year round. If you have any basketball needs, holler at Steve or Grant. They'll hook you up at Hardwood, and, and uh, they should be able to help you out. So without further ado, let me get to my guest. Uh, again, I've, I've, like I've alluded to, these brothers have been around basketball, been officiating basketball. We're going to get into who they are. And, you know, the format of this show is going to be kind of different in terms of I want to do a lot of learning. I want a lot of information to be out here. So at least it's said. And like my, my producer, Johan, he's going to chop it up into different segments for you guys. Obviously, if you're listening on the audio side, Please rewind, listen to it again, digest it. I want you guys to get perspective from two high-level officials who've been around the game, who've seen the game a long time, and, and can give you guys some good insight. So without further ado, let me introduce Victor Horton and Sport Barkley. Right? I'm going to make sure I say that right. No, I will right, say that right. right. All right, perfect. That was easy. Appreciate <laughs> you guys being here. Appreciate you being here. So 
Let's get right into it. Um, let's get insight into who you guys are. Uh, you know, tell us, you could tell us, you know, your basketball background, um, uh, how long you've been officiating, playing basketball, if you played AU, what was your AU team, high school teams, all that stuff. You start with either one of you guys, but you you, get, you let the audience know who you are. Go ahead, Sport. You go ahead first. Okay. <laughs> um, cool, cool. Uh, sport Barclay, I've been um, around the Sacramento area for a long time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, with a name like Sport, it's kind of hard to, to not remember that <laughs> name. Right. So I played – um, obviously, AAU growing up, back when I was here, you had Salvation Army, mm-hmm. you had the Kevin Johnson League, um, you know, so it was a little different. You didn't have all this other AAU ball, you know what I mean? It was everything, everybody was there. If you right. didn't come there, you didn't play. You right. know, we, didn't, we didn't respect your game. Um, and then, obviously, you played in high school uh, with the Hiram Johnson West Campus, back when they were two separate campuses, now they're the same campus. Um, and then, uh, you know, uh, just started refereeing probably... Maybe five, seven years. I've been refereeing about 20 years now. Nice. Um, at the high school level, I did junior college, uh, Division three, Division two, um, made it to Division one. I've done um, men's uh, pro-am or the women's pro-am. Um, I serve as a women's uh, professional league referee right now mm-hmm. out of a league that's out of the Bay Area. So nice. um, I refereed from California to Florida to you know Texas, I mean, just everywhere in between. I've been all, I've been all over. So, all right. um, I've done AAU stuff, D to sixty four. I mean, I, I got a long resume. I've been around it for a while. So, um, and I, and I, I just got a passion for this stuff. So, thank you, thank you for having us. No, anytime, brother. Man. And what about you, Vic? Yeah, um, Vic Horton, basically from SAC as well. I didn't do AAU when I was younger neither. I think it was, I did um, NJB when it first started okay. and Nike League. Nice. Ah, I do remember Nike. And just playing, um, I, w- I went to Valley High School and played with, uh, just did basically did that stuff uh, at Valley and then played a little bit JC ball and then um, got into officiating. Believe it or not, sport, Rob, and <laughs> my friends. So you all started me. around the same time? Uh, no, well, that? they got a head start on me because <laughs> I was still trying to. Live out my Ooh. dreams at men leagues <laughs> playing basketball. <laughs> I didn't want to be a basketball cop for the longest. But, right, uh, right. <laughs> you know, kind of went out and um, at Salvation Army, worked some game, made a little money. I said, ah, I like this. You know, right. A little money. So going, this is my 11th year. Um, and um, nine of the 11 years been varsity. Mm-hmm. Uh, and went to the next level, JUCO level, women's side for the CVC um, for three years. But I decided to. Just stick to high school because I enjoy giving back to high school, and high school is just great. All right, so. good, good, it's good. It's good to hear you guys <laughs> it, it say really that. Is. So I want you guys to talk about uh, the shirt you guys are wearing. Okay, right. Um, you know, if, if you guys can't see it on camera, well, I'll let you guys describe it. I don't want to <laughs> jump the gun here, but um, yeah, speak speak about what that is, what that organization is. You know, your guys' role in it. You know, all, all that stuff. Absolutely. Please do. Um, well, myself and Vic Rickley recently were selected as co group leaders over the. Um, basketball officials group here in Sacramento, mm-hmm. which um, there's two groups kind of in the area in this um, this CIF, the San Joaquin section. You have NCOA North and NCOA South. Oh, so, and sorry for my audio guys. What does NCOA yeah, stand so for? Because if they're listening, if they're listening no, to the audio that. side, I appreciate it. And I don't like to be like one of them guys that's just dropping all like the little lingo. Right, right. Like, people's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Exactly. I don't understand. So Northern California Officials Association. Yep. So, um, and then there's a North and a South because our group really covers everything from Galt 
um, up to Rockland. I mean, we, we go up. We go Plus, far. people, because keep in mind, that people that even listen to my podcast, it's um, California is my biggest listeners, but it honestly, um, it gets listens all around the country. So really? they don't necessarily realize how big California is, right? No. You know what I mean? And it's interesting because I've been up to, uh, not to digress, but I've been up to Humboldt, mm-hmm. right? And so I was up there, and they're like, hey, where are you from? I'm like, Northern California. And they're like, well, like, where exactly? I'm like, oh, well, in the Sacramento, they're like, well, no, that's kind of central. Because, yeah. Because <laughs> you drive another six hours. To right. They don't realize are, how big our state is. We're still in here. So I think this is Northern California. It's like, oh, yeah, maybe I'm central. You know, but, right. um, you know, uh, so NCOA is the, is the official association. Um, this is our logo. Um, obviously, it has more than just basketball. Our mm-hmm. expertise is specific to basketball, but it has um, volleyball, football, lacrosse. I mean, there's other sports. Um, and the logo, it's, it's kind of a rebranding that we're doing, actually. Yeah. Um, really an effort to kind of get out there and reach the community uh, to be a bit more personable. And so uh, this local kind of rep has got the, the, the Tower Bridge on there. It's got the bear, you know, because right. we're from California. Well, of course. Um, and then it's got some stripes, a whistle. And then it just says NCOA. And, and part of that is is we didn't, want to have something that's specific just to basketball right. because really an official is an official and yeah. the skills that you have, whether it's in basketball, lacrosse, it makes, they really cross every platform. They really cross every sport. Right. So, um, so this is the logo that kind of just represents all of the officials in the NCOA. We're just here specifically representing basketball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're on a basketball podcast. So it makes sense. <laughs> and then, um, like, so are basically you two like ambassadors for it all or you, you know, kind of, you know, the director slash ambassadors just trying to, you know, get people aware of it and things like that. If I have it correct. Um, you could say that. Okay. Right. There's a term. Okay. <laughs> okay. Term. Just, just make it sure. <laughs> make, yeah, make it sure I introduce it correctly. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, obviously that's, that, that's your background. So let's, let's get straight into it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You guys have coached AAU, right? My show is primarily geared towards AAU. Okay. Uh, mainly, but okay. we talk about you know we talk about NBA, college, high school because okay. it all it all is one big hamster wheel. It all feeds it into is. itself, and obviously the NBA is the top top like, and that's a whole another animal. Just so, just so people understand who are listening and checking us out, mainly what we're going to be gearing towards this episode is mainly going to be towards college and high school. Obviously, we'll talk a little bit about NBA stuff, but there's a million podcasts talking about NBA. I try to keep <laughs> mine more about the high school and the collegiate side because there's more high school and college players than NBA players, right? And and, um, I think this episode is going to be really value for people to get that information, you know what I mean, Uh, on a bigger scale. So just understand when we're talking about a lot of this, we're not talking about the NBA. We're mainly going to be talking about college and high school. So with you guys um, being around AU, Mm -hmm. watching it evolve, Mm -hmm. same as I have. Mm -hmm. Obviously, I'm I'm on the coaches the coach slash business side of it right because of what yba essentially is a business and the uh, the business of basketball um i want you guys to speak on good points bad points you know whether it's the perspective of an official whether it's a perspective of a former player whether it's a perspective of just a fan of the game i just want your guys's overall take of aau basketball as a whole um, I think AAU basketball, it, it has a place, just like I think all basketball has a place. Um, it's obviously provided a platform for people to get game reps, right? Yeah. Which is, which is really what we all need, right? Um, and I think in, in that regard, 
it it's been valuable. It's given I think folks an opportunity to um, to kind of uh, test themselves out amongst other types of players that maybe you wouldn't have if you stayed in your in your neighborhood, right. you know, so to speak. Um, so I think there there's a lot of value for it now. There's a lot of AAU basketball, so <laughs> because of that, you know, um, to to a certain degree, you know, you wonder if we're getting quality, you know, over the quantity, yeah. you know, in that regard. Um, and plus, obviously, that means there's a demand for what? Basketball officials, which mm-hmm. is yeah. kind of where we come in. So I think AAU plays a role because it, it provides an opportunity, a platform for a lot of officials to, to get some some reps before we get to an actual structured area, which mm-hmm. is the high school or, or the collegiate area. Right. So, and what about what about you, Vic? Again, uh, I think it's just great that they have a platform for basketball. Um, the reps are important as an official. It is a good platform for us to get games and reps in. Um, the the positives, if I believe, if you can do AAU basketball, you could <laughs> you could jump into high school basketball because. There are things that you might not see in high school games <laughs> that go on AAU basketball stuff, but um, in terms of the, the the negative side that I see, I just see it as uh, for officials. It is uh, at times could be just a money grabber, and and for tournament directors, assigners, or anything else, it makes it easier if. Somebody said I can do ten games because it's just yeah. Take care of that court. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, <laughs> you're good, but not realizing that it's not fair to the teams and the players, the coaches, and even the official. Because if you're really truly working hard, ten games, one game, yeah. two games, mentally, physically, we're done. Yeah, I mean, imagine as a coach, right? <laughs> yeah, if yeah. you had to coach ten straight games, like yeah. you know what I mean, like yeah. By the third or fourth one, you're not going to be as sharp. It's not going to be. Yeah, you know what I mean, exactly. like you calling plays, but it's like, hey, y'all, y'all know what's going on. <laughs> right, right, right. You know, no, you're not up fiery. You yeah. know, into it because it takes a level of of focus. Mm-hmm. You know, and so I think that's the the quality of a quantity is sometimes that space can um, not be used properly by an official if they're if they're not there for all the right reasons. Okay, and then well, I wanted to speak on. Um, your guys' experience, mm-hmm. and and again, you talk like cumulatively. My stories or, well, or like a little bit of both. Oh, okay. We're going to talk right. about stories. We're going to talk about all of it, but it's <laughs> like so because I want I want the audience to understand like when you guys are officiating different levels. Obviously, this is the first thing we got to let, let's lay some groundwork for people okay. to understand. Okay. Let's let's have some objective groundwork. One thing that that I think they are, and you guys correct me if I'm wrong on this. This is just my interpretation and my belief. So the first thing um, people need to understand is different age groups, like let's say grades, mm-hmm. are going to be officiated different. You're not going to officiate a group of fourth graders the same way you're going to officiate a varsity high school game. You Absolutely. know what I mean? Because obviously kids are less coordinated. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a lot of travels, a lot of jump balls, a lot like fourth grade girls. You're not going <laughs> right. to officiate, Absolutely. you know, as a varsity um, uh, uh, state championship game. Right. Absolutely. So we need to understand that. And this is mainly I'm talking about you audience. You need to understand that, though. It, it's not one of the same Two officials. Yes, there's black and white rules, but they are to the interpretation of the official. Right, like for, not like necessarily. For not, it's, okay, it's, a, go it's ahead. A more of an art. Okay, you know? I, and I think so. You know, the rule says 
uh, as an example, right? Mm -hmm. In order to establish legal guardian position, right? Whether you took a charge, right? Yeah. You, you got to have a couple of things. You right. got to have two feet, you know, on the ground, torso, facing the defender, right? Mm -hmm. Facing the offense. Jeez. Facing the offense, offense. I'm sorry. Yeah. My apologies. Facing yeah. the offense, right? Yeah. There's no interpretation in that. Right. That, that, True. That's what the rule says. Now, right. if I'm late to the play, if I'm not using proper eye discipline, eye sequence, then I might be late in viewing that play, and thus I might make maybe not the correct decision on that particular play. Okay. But it's really because of the, the work that it takes to get it right. Mm -hmm. That work wasn't done properly. Okay. You know, more than anything else, if Very that good. makes sense. No, it does. Absolutely. And, and we're going to talk... We are going to go like point by point talking about like travels, charges, um, you know, hand checking, all, uh, how to play defense. I want to talk about all that stuff. <laughs> how to play defense. Yeah, Don't yeah, touch uh, nobody. Yeah, exactly. We're <laughs> going to talk all nobody. this because, because <laughs> again, we know just being around this sport and especially again, being on the AU side, there's just a lot of people that don't. I don't think they understand what they're looking at. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I even think people forget is a contact sport. That was the third thing I was going to say is we have to mm -hmm. understand and agree that basketball is a contact sport. It's not Correct. a collision sport. That's yeah. football. Okay. <laughs> but it's a contact sport. So I think, cause again, you know, you know, you guys know as well as I do, you know, you hear this term from, from probably coaches and parents all the time. That's a foul. That's a foul. I've heard That's that a, yeah, yeah, yeah. You might've heard yeah. that. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and, and I even have to tell my parents sometimes, and Vic, you've, You've uh, refed enough of my games. You probably heard me scream this. I have to tell my kids, right? You foul, or you know, you you fouled him. Like, <laughs> that's a foul. That's the right call. Like, shut up, stop arguing. You know what I mean? I have to tell my kids or even my parents that, like, he made the right call, y'all. Shut up. Like, leave it alone. Like, so, I, I it's some of this groundwork I want to lay out because no, I get it. I get and, it. And and to be fair, I am going to represent. So when we go through this stuff, I'm gonna be the guy that's. Pushing back. I'm going to represent okay. the coaches. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you guys represent right. the officials. Okay. I'm going to play devil's advocate and, you know, speak on the coach's behalf per mm -hmm. se. Okay. But, I, but again, I've, I really have learned and forced myself to learn the way you guys see the game. Mm -hmm. So that's how come a lot of times I, I think I see the th things the same way you guys see it. That's why I, a lot of the times I won't push back on too much. If anything, when I yell, I yell at my kids. I don't yell mm -hmm. at officials. I, I everybody knows I'm a I'm a hard ass coach. I yeah. yell at I yell at my kids. <laughs> but but um, with officials, very very limited times, I try to push back with what they're mm -hmm. doing. I try to ask questions. I right? Yeah, I try you to are, ask you questions. are one of those that ask questions. Like I just say, hey, what did you see? You know, because and again, even if we disagree, I say, hey, we disagree, and that, and I move on. You know, but mm -hmm. that's me. But I'm gonna try to be, I'm gonna try to be the other coaches. <laughs> I'm gonna try to take my hat off and be somebody else. Okay, no problem. So, you know, with your guys' experience, I just want to talk about some of the fundamental differences mm -hmm. that you guys might look for when, let's say, you're coaching again, like some fifth grade boys and you know some varsity high school athletes. Like, what are maybe a, you know, two to three things you fundamentally are looking for that might be different? Um. I think the first thing is is obviously their uh, the, at the lower level their ability to control their bodies mm -hmm. is not the same, right? A varsity guy, if he's going to the basket, you know, he may have the ability to stop, jump in the air, maybe contort his body in a particular way to get off a particular shot. You know, fourth grader, yeah, if he jumps in the air, <laughs> like, you know I mean, he's he lucky if he lands or he come back. <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean, like there ain't a whole bunch he's right. actually doing. 
And so in that regard, um, it can be easier to referee, you know, the little, um, the, the younger kids. But I think sometimes, again, it's, 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 it's an art at every level, right? Um, we always talk about what, what it looks like to the plant, to the fans, to the, to the coaches. Our whistles should somewhat reflect what's happening on the game. If, if we're getting a lot of questions, it could be that what we're calling, what we think we're seeing may not be what everyone else is seeing. Now, I, I will say, referees look at the defense. That, that's one of the biggest things that people don't, we're supposed to. Right, right, right. We, we struggle yeah. with ball. Watching. Right. Just right. I mean, it's human. It's human nature. You but, can't but help but. Our right. discipline yeah. is referee the defense because the rule is very clear. The, the defense has certain things that it's not supposed to do. And so as long as it doesn't do those things, then in theory, there wasn't anything wrong with the defense. Right. Right. So if we referee the defense, that gives us a better opportunity to hopefully see it the way the fans see it. Now, fans, they have the better viewpoint <laughs> in certain regards. Like I tell people, go sit in the stands and we watch <laughs> right. in the stands. Right. You got, I mean. And you got a lot more eyes. Right. You got big time <laughs> camera angle, you know, down here on the floor. There's angles. Things are moving. You know, it's about finding the right positioning, um, finding, fighting for what we call open looks so we can actually see contact as opposed to assuming, mm-hmm. you know, all right, I like to say being right for the wrong reasons, yeah. right? I mean, you didn't see it, but his body language, all the reaction is like, man, he got hit. So yeah. you put a whistle on it, right? Right, okay, right? We might be right, but not for the right reasons. Right. You know what I mean? Because Ted, Ted actually... mentioned that too, not, not, not to cut you off, but yeah. like, because you know, I've had officials on my show, like Ted, mm-hmm. shout out to him. Yeah. Um, shout out to Ted. Shout out to Jules. I've had oh, her on. Yeah. Uh, Tremaine Folks, he's okay. been on my show. Yeah. And um, just n- in normal talking, you know, Ted, he. He's so um, philosophical. Yep. So he, uh, you know, he said he, he was he was like, it's a cardinal sin. You got to call what you see. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, who says that? But yeah, shout out to Ted. That sound but, like Ted, though. <laughs> exactly. Ted. If you know Ted, that sound like Ted. <laughs> Vic, um, you got anything to add to that point? Or yeah, so also with the uh, um, the sort of fans, they I don't. They're not trained to referee the defense. Right. So. right. <laughs> they're trained to so watch the ball. They're trained to watch right. the ball. Ooh, <laughs> look at that. that. That is what's interesting. So everybody go see what the offensive player is doing, and the offensive player may flop his head or may do something. Sell it, right? Yeah, sell it. <laughs> and fans are going to let us know that <laughs> we missed the call. Politely. 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 Yeah, yeah, right. politely let Please, us know. Excuse me, sir. Yeah. Excuse, pass the great poop on. <laughs> Called the next foul. That Stop, you the see. <laughs> Stop the cap! Right. Yeah. Exactly. Just like that. Mm. So I, I, um, I said this in our camp uh, a couple weeks ago. In terms of, I have like four commandments of fishing that I kind of go by. Nice. And we're gonna clip this. So please. And one is definitely um, like sports say we referee the defense because, like I said, like sports said, if they're not doing anything <laughs> that's illegal. Normally, it won't cause a problem, right? Mm-hmm. Um, second is we. There's usually two or three people on the two officials on the court. We mainly AAU and most of the high school seasons two two person. Mm-hmm. So that other person that's your partner, we have to trust that he's gonna take care of he or she's responsibility. Mm-hmm. And trust that they're gonna make the right call <laughs> or whatever they see. We got to trust exactly. We have to trust that they're doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. Um, another one is, so I said, referee the defense. Trust your partner. Mm-hmm. We have terminology that we have to do as referees that we stay in our primary coverage area. 
So we try to. I know we've heard referees say that's not my area. We, that's not <laughs> true. Right. <laughs> I mean, there is some truth to, to what it. they're getting at. Right, right, right. But that doesn't, you know, there's another side to that. Right, right. If that makes sense. So we are responsible for certain parts of the court, and we have to trust that we must stay in our primary area. And then the last one is call the obvious stuff. You know, so we majority get the obvious stuff that fans see, coaches see, the players see. Uh, pretty much, I think we'll have a pretty good game. I agree. You know, but um, and they kind of fall in line with each other. You know, mm-hmm. if you trust your partner, you don't have to worry about over calling or making calls that he may not see or she may see. So throw your partner on the bus. So you're kind of on the same page. If you stay in your primary, that means you're actually trusting your partner because <laughs> you're responsible for your part. And if referee defense, we're focused on a defense that, you know, anything that's illegal that the defense may cause, we put a whistle on it. And then if we call the obvious, like I said, it's just obvious stuff that everybody sees. So I think if we follow those um, four commandments, there may, there may be more. <laughs> right. <laughs> but those primary ones um, keep us out of trouble. Okay, no, I like that. I um, well, I w- and le- I want to segue into you mentioning that you know positioning for mm-hmm. officials, right? Mm-hmm. Again, um, and, and let's assume it's a two person, right? Okay. Because yep. obviously that's the majority of AU and yep. school ball and things like that. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, three person is great, but you know most of it's two. Um, balls. Here's the scenario I'm paying. Yeah, Ball's okay. up top. Okay. You know, guards above dribbling. Above the three-point line? Yeah, above the three-point okay. line. Guards up top. Or just, we'll say chest crosses half court. Okay. Because referees want specifics. Yes. No, you can exactly. be like, oh, it's, I, I need Yeah, no, I'm going to give you maybe. very specific. So, <laughs> kid chest crosses half court, center of the court. Okay. Right? You know, uh, one defender on them. They're a man defense. Okay. Um, the top official. That is the trail. What? Yeah, the trail. <laughs> what? What is that person looking for? Just so are looking at, I shouldn't say looking for, looking at, just so the audience can understand what that official is, is you know, observing or trying to right, right, keep right. an eye on. Well, we talked about the first thing we're looking at is the defense. But, again, you know, like there's there's people playing defense and there's people just standing on the court, right? Mm-hmm. So what we're really looking for is, is a competitive matchup in a particular primary area. And so – for the trail official, which is the official that's usually closest to the division line or what people like to say, the half court. Right. right? And there's another thing. is like there's all these words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Over the back. It's like that's not that's in the not, rule book. That's not an actual like, rule. Yep. I mean, people, over the back. It's not in the rule book. Right, you know right. Mean? You know, so the person closest to the division line or the half court, mm-hmm. that person is responsible for the defense. But if I'm two feet away from you, focusing on you is not really helping, right? right. So now I want to get a big picture view. And so I want to look past that particular defender to other areas in my coverage or other matchups in my coverage area because there may be people cutting. There may be somebody coming to set a screen. There may be something else going on that, of course, the fan who's only watching that, you know, yeah. sees Well, we need to be able to see that. You know, okay. So staring at a defender who's two feet away from a ball handler isn't much. Maybe that free throw elbow uh, uh, screen that's about to happen right now or, you know, that free throw line extended screen for your three-point shooter in the corner – that's more important than staring at a person who's, you know, not really right. playing competitive defense. Okay. So you got to find the defense, but you also have to, if it's not competitive, find something else either in your primary. If you have 
absolutely everybody's just picking their nose, then we got to start finding other matchups <laughs> somewhere on the floor. Okay. I mean, it happens sometimes, right? Right, and, right, and right. Ain't nobody really playing right, defense. Yeah, you're like, you're right. oh, we just, okay, we're just standing around. Just, everybody's just standing <laughs> around, right? I mean, but then there's times where they're actually playing competitive defense. They're right. trying to deny, you know what I mean? Whatever the, may, whatever the case may be. So. And then let's talk about the other official. Um, uh, on the low side, on the uh, in line, mm-hmm. what what um, what is that person looking at and looking for? So, um, basically, it's kind of the same thing. So, if the trail has his primary, if he's refereeing the ball and defender, right, doing his job, he or she's job, mm-hmm. we kind of have like everything else. Okay. So, <laughs> and it's it's a lot to cover, which right. is two people, of course. So, like he said, competitive match. I I kind of describe it as fires. So, what fires the biggest at the moment right, that you have right. to take care of? <laughs> so, if you're in the inline and you got two bit, you got two bigs battling on your strong side. Right, that's obviously a competitive matchup. Right. That's stuff that we have to watch and maintain and control. Just make sure nothing illegal is going yeah. on. Also, people offense in this game is allowed to move around the court, freedom of movement. So, yeah, if another defensive here. Like back in the day when I was taught, you could come around the cr- crumb bar. Right? You could bump them. That Can't do that now. <laughs> Can't do that anymore. Also, if your partners focus on, like I said, the primary defender and the ball handler, screens that's coming up that he may not, he or she may not see coming, screen from the backside or whatnot. You just gotta just focus on that stuff to see what fire you got to put out before it gets out of hand. Okay. That's kind of how I. Put if, if I can, if I could add like coverage area wise, and maybe this mm-hmm. might help the you know the viewing audience. So the person that's at the trail official, which is usually the one that's closest to the division line. Yeah, it could be on the table side or it could be opposite the table. Right, whichever one. You're still the trail official. Right. Okay, that particular official is responsible for everything above the key, outside of the key. Mm-hmm. Right, everything outside the three point line. And everything all the way to the division line and everything all the way to the end line on their side of the court. It's like okay. an L. Right. Like, like an L. L. Yeah, I on know that. On their side yeah. of the court. So right. whatever side you're on, whether it's table side, the opposite. That's their L. You, you take an right. L that goes all the way yes. to the opposite side and then all the way down to the end line on your side. Yep. And so then the lead official is responsible for basically the key, mm-hmm. the entire key area, and everything from the free throw line below. On their side, right? That okay, makes sense. Yeah, so, no, it does. And so me. those are I'm those are the. It, I'm hoping the visuals make those are the two areas yeah. that we're looking for. So again, we're looking for competitive matchups in our primary coverage area. We like to say PCA. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm trying to tell you the word. Yeah, before no, I give you the please, acronym. Please, yeah, please so do. Before the PCA, we're looking for competitive matchups. So if you have, which a lot of people like to run, right? Which the ball handler at the top of the above the three point line with either two screens at the elbows yeah. or two screens right above at the three-point line, right. right? But say sometimes you may start with maybe one person's at the elbow, the second one's on the low block, and the low block is the one that's coming up. Well, that low block is usually, usually typically closer to who? The lead, the one mm-hmm. on the end line, yeah. right? So you need to kind of watch that person, even though maybe they're not chicken fighting, they're not doing anything, right, right, right. but you got to pay attention to them because they're where they're, where they're going, yeah. they're going to go set a screen or do something well, the other official, the trail official, they haven't been watching them because they've been watching a different defender that they have to deal with. And right. so that's how we have to work together because if somebody goes up there and that screener sets a bad screen, that trail official might not have the complete story okay. on what happened. Okay. Maybe the lead has watched them and can say, oh, boop, boop, 
I got your partner. Okay. They were illegal. You know, they stuck a leg out. Right, they right, got right, their right. leg. Whatever it might be. Yeah. That goes with <laughs> trusting your partner is going to take right, care of you. Go. You know, exactly. So. And how, and and that was the well, the second part of my question is how um, how much does it help you guys kind of you know knowing who you're working with and knowing because I because I feel like at least from the an outside looking in. Most officials start to know each other after a while, especially mm-hmm. working yep. around each other, the same events, the same, you know, areas and things mm-hmm. like that. When, you ha- when you're partnered with, like, an official, you know, that you're like, oh, yeah, I work with this guy. He helps me a lot. Like, you know, we have great synergy, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's mm-hmm. a proper word, great synergy. Yep. Um, how much does that help you guys doing your job? I mean, I think that's everything. Okay. I mean, you know, it, but it, it's, it's something that it grows over time, right? right. If you're coming to this and you're new, the only thing you worried about, only thing we want you to worry about is just trying to pay attention to what's going on on the floor <laughs> and blowing what you see right. as illegal contact, right? Okay. Because it takes time yeah. to kind of train you to understand exactly what. Some people pick it up right away and they can just do it. A lot of people, we kind of say, oh, no, not that one. No, yep, that's a good one. No, right. no, yep, no not that right. one. No, right. that, that's a good one. No, yeah, that's another good one, yep. you know? And then that builds the understanding, the muscle memory of, oh, that's what a foul is. That's what I have to go get. Um, so... We're really trying to create a space where we can get you in the right place. We can get you looking at the right things. And then we can get you to trust what you see. Okay. That, that's, we really want you to trust what you see. Okay. If you trust what you see and the other person is trusting what they see and we're in the right place and we're looking, you know, then we should have enough theoretical coverage. Really not in two person because it's a lot going it on. Is but, a lot. You know, it is a lot. We have yeah. enough to kind of, you know, kind of figure it out. So you, you, you understand as time goes on how to kind of move through the floor, move through matchups and find the things that are going to hurt us. Absolutely. So helping you, knowing your partner, it helps because say, I know Vic is as an example, Vic loves hand checks. I mean, I mean, you know, like, I mean, I just, I mean, Vic, Vic will get like four hand checks every day, you know, right? And we laugh about these things, right. but these are things that you do understand about certain people that yeah. they, they have, uh, uh, they they notice certain types of things that are happening maybe more consistently than others. Right? Yes. Well, then that's important for me if maybe I got a game and I'm <laughs> like, hey, so, um, you know, let's make sure that in this particular game, right, you know, that, you know, those hand checks, because say, i give you an example. Say I have, you know, two top teams, mm-hmm. you know, two top teams, right? Yeah. And they can get up and down. You know what I mean? They, they, they can get up and down. They don't, you know, the, the the contact doesn't impact them in the same way others like do, a right? Vanden versus that guy. Bingo, right? <laughs> right so right. if if we out there and say I'm working with Vic and I know Vic guy, he I mean he's Mr. Handshake. Right, right? Like right. that that's his call, right? <laughs> I might say, Hey, let's be mindful of the hand checking rules. We need to find the ones that are illegal for this game. Mm-hmm. But they didn't come here to just watch us, you know, call yeah, a whole right. bunch of, of hand checks. Of course. That aren't really having an impact on the game, you know, and so that's why I say it's 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 an art. Like there is the rules, and there's what we have to we have to do, but there's also understanding exactly right. what's happening in the game, and maybe in one game there's particular contact that's not necessarily illegal for one game, but right. in another game you absolutely have to get that because if you don't get that in that game, you're not gonna have a game. Right. 
Okay. That makes sense. No, yeah, absolutely and, and to me. With sport telling me that, I don't get offended. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I wasn't trying to say that. <laughs> that big no, 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 no. I don't no. get offended. Like, hey, man, what you talking about, man? I call hand checks all the time. No, I don't know. It's not, it's not about that. No, it's I mean, maybe that's your specialty. That's it's about, just it's just like minded, you know. Yeah. So we, we do call appropriate to the game, you know, stuff with um, rhythm, speed, balance, and quickness. RSBQ. Yeah. RSBQ. Yep. My man. RSBQ. Yeah, so just. Yeah, it's, it's the conversation that we have before games to see how the game's going to go. So no, definitely if you know who, how your partner officiates, it helps out a lot. Okay. No, this is great. Well, then let's talk coaches, right? Because yeah. Our favorite subject. <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> we were wondering when we were going to get to our favorite subject. <laughs> we have to we, – we need to get to this point. So because I, I do my, my damnedest to really, 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 and, and again, you guys can correct me if I'm wrong because I think you guys have worked with me enough to and seen me enough, you know, mm-hmm. if I'm being a hypocrite or wrong or anything. But I really I really try to do my best to always be respectful to officials. Yeah. I, I really, I, I don't, I, I very re- rarely, I think, get a technical foul. I don't really yell at officials. I don't really, you know, um, I yell at my kids. <laughs> I will a thousand percent. <laughs> I will curse my kids out and yell at them because that's what the parents paid me to do is just coach their kids. I really try to approach officials. Now I'm not. I'm not going to act like I've never. You know, maybe been like, "Hey, what's going on there?" Like, yeah, of course I have. Mm-hmm. I'm. Mm-hmm. I'm passionate about the game, and I think we can all agree that in the midst of a game, emotions, passion, it all can take over at points. Mm-hmm. But I really try to check myself and be very self-reflective of. Um, of you guys and the job you're doing, right? Mm-hmm. Because there's three jobs out there. There's yeah. the player, the official, and the coach, right? And I and I want to make sure I respect the job you're doing like you guys respect the job I'm doing. But it's very obvious there's not a lot of AU coaches that come with that perspective. Mm-hmm. And what, I guess what I'm trying to ask is what can you guys say to maybe – okay, let's say a coach like – Matt, sorry to throw you under the bus. I love you to death, but just like Matt Johnson at Sack High, I love him to death. I'm that's protect my, you, Matt. And that, that's my guy. But we know he's very passionate. <laughs> he is. <laughs> and, and some officials have a hard time, I think, dealing with him sometimes because he is that type of coach that's going to be like, you know, everything, everything, everything. And um, my challenge to him, because I'm working at Sack High mm-hmm. this year, you know, mm-hmm. my challenge to him as his big brother, as his, you know, I'm going to say, let's try to talk to the officials that's my challenge for him right okay. but you guys i think have enough veteran knowledge to mm-hmm. dis- dis- distinguish the difference yeah, right absolutely so how do we help coaches like a matt johnson a fiery passionate coach but that might not necessarily be conveying things the right way what what could we what advice could we give him how could we help him or her you know be a better coach communicating with officials um, I think the first thing I'd say is is I'm a person first mm-hmm. before I'm a basketball official. I would tell you I'm a father, a husband, a son, a brother. I, mean, I, I can add a whole bunch of different <laughs> accolades, you know what I mean, before right. I get to basketball. Yes. So, you know, when I'm leaving home, I'm just going to choose myself. I'm leaving home and I'm coming to a basketball game. I left my five-year-old daughter very true. Who wanted me to play time, spend time with her and run around and, okay, let's paint your toes. Or maybe I shouldn't have said that. But, you know, <laughs> right. Like she wanted to do stuff right. that's fun yeah. that I really enjoy doing. And I come out to a game. Yeah. And now 
a minute and a half in the game, you're on fire. Right. And I'm like, well, hold on. <laughs> right. <laughs> I could have just stayed home with my five, five, five and, year and, old daughter. And it's 8 a.m. <laughs> I mean, you know, like, so I think part of it is just, is, is first of all, we're people. Like, we're people first. And there's nowhere, at least I haven't found it in the rule book, where it says, hey, you shall accept dot, 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 dot. You know, that's not right. what the rule book says. Yes. So I, if we can remember that first, and then I think the second part is try to ask a question, right? Um, see if you can get an, an answer of some sort, mm-hmm. right? But we've all been around basketball long enough, right? Yeah. Like, you've been around people that are giving you maybe really, really strong answers and you've been around people sometimes where you're like uh, right okay you know i mean i i would have liked a little bit more but right if that's all i got if that's all i'm gonna get right you accept and move forward you know what i mean and so it's like figure out who you have right like if you have somebody that you can talk to why don't you try to have a conversation Mm -hmm. right like let's not go zero to 60 right maybe if you're with people that you aren't able to have as much of a conversation then maybe you got to be strategic about when you want to talk about something, but we can't talk about every play. Yes. Because if we're that bad, I'm going to be that bad every quarter that I'm here. Right. Like I'm right. not going to get remarkably better in the second half. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. I'm going to be the same. And typically that level of energy doesn't put me in a happy place. Right. You know what I mean, it, it doesn't help me figure it out. And exactly. so I would say, um, if you can, you know, try to ask a question, you know, try to understand that, again, we're people first. Before I came there to do that particular basketball game, I'm a person first. And nice. so if we're willing to give you some dialogue, if we're willing to have a conversation, ask them. Like, yeah. you know, let them, let them give you something, you know. Um, we don't referee in the NBA. We're not perfect, you know, despite Shit, what we NBA, might say. NBA refs ain't perfect. I mean, <laughs> That's I mean despite obvious. what we might say, we're not perfect, right? Right. And so try to have some some perspective on the fact that you know we're i'm a person first and i'm here giving up my time trying to do this you know yeah. trying to do the best i can i agree so Vic, you got um your perspective on this one i follow up with sports said you know we are people and um just yeah i mean sports said it all right no you put it put it great it was great it was just um yeah we are people you know not you know we we don't for the most part, we don't come here to say, man, I, I can't wait to just give Matt tease. We don't come wake up. The, <laughs> yeah, I woke up. Yeah, man. I got sack high today, man. I can't wait to throw Matt out. <laughs> he going to get him today. <laughs> I can't wait to throw Matt out. Right. You know, we don't do that. Yeah. No, know, I, we come I know what you mean. late, clean every time. I don't even go off of history of the last game if he – whatever. I Whatever, because it's part of the game. Right. right. And, and the thing is – like, you guys know someone like Matt. You know Matt's a good mm-hmm. dude. Like, yeah. you talk to him one-on-one. He's a great guy. You know what I mean? That's why I just say, like, of, of, officials like you guys, you understand the di- – you know. Absolutely. Like, you know what kind of coach you're dealing Like, okay, he's – I get it. He's being passionate or whatever. Now, of course, there's a fine line. Of course, well, disrespect cause, and Because I would but say I that. Saying. And I mean, what I would say, though, is one of the biggest challenges we have with keeping people in this vocation of officiating – is the communication that's coming from the sidelines. Yes. Because I keep saying, we're people first. Yeah. And there's two types of people in refereeing. Probably two types of people in all, all kind of things. Yeah. There's the people that said, hey, there's a fire over there. Mm-hmm. And then there's people that go over there to help try to figure out how to what's going on, how to put out the fire. Yes. Right? So, 
you know, the people that are saying, hey, there's a fire on it. There's a purpose for them, too. Right. You know what I mean? Like, everybody doesn't have to be there. I'm run over there. Let me try to figure out how to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some people need to say, hey, there's a fire over there. Yeah, I agree. So I think having some perspective and understanding that, you know, we're, we're, we're trying to do our best. And, you know, everybody's not going to get it right. I did this one time. I did this one time. I probably I don't know if I should say it. Please do. You know, we nobody breaking no, any rules. Nobody don't get fired please tomorrow. You know what I mean, never, like I, never. I love basketball. I really, really do. So a coach was, you know, sport. You know, just every every time we coming up, sport. I'm like, you know, coach. I, tell you what, let, let let's do this. Since you since you obviously want to help me tonight, you want to help me. Got it. I'm gonna I'm gonna offer you the same help. I'm going to come into the front court every time and I'm going to tell you how I feel about what you're doing from the sideline right. and how your coaching system is going on. Cool. So come up there. I'm like, oh, why is he in the game? He's not guarding anybody. He hasn't guarded anybody in three positions. <laughs> you know, come back the next time. Oh, that's another turnover by the point guard. He's throwing it away like twice. Like, you know what I mean? Like, what is he doing out there? Right. So you, you see where I'm, I'm just, going yeah, with this. Like, you see where I'm going with this? React. Like, yeah. You, you, any coach wouldn't be cool with us coming up there and having that type of dialogue. Absolutely. I mean, after probably the first time, if not the second time, you'd be like, "Hey, hey, uh, excuse me, Mister Ref, like I, thank you, but right, <laughs> can you focus on which right? You tell us to to do what we came here to do. Yes, and so I just say that's a perspective. Is the hey, you know, it doesn't help, and it's not going to make us become a better referee. Now, do we need to be held accountable? Do we need to? Sometimes had things brought to our attention. Absolutely. Absolutely. But let's just have a little bit of perspective about the fact that if it was on the other foot, you probably wouldn't want me coming up too many times up the floor and, you know, you know, and well, no, helping you out with coaching. And I think the biggest thing is just respect. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just respect everybody's position out there because, again, you know, parents fuel this. Obviously, we're all basketball fanatics. That's why we're out there. That's why I'm coaching. That's why you guys are officiating. Yeah, we're getting – we're doing a job, but – it's a it's a labor of love, right? Absolutely. You know what I mean. So you know, I try to always tell my advice on this show. I've recurrently said episode after episode after episode. <laughs> um, respect everybody. You know what I mean. Mm -hmm. Respect everybody. And and I'm and I really really speak this to parents in relations to dealing with officials because, like you said, you guys are people first. So I always I always encourage my parents and. Um, well, I kind of mandate my parents always uh, be, you know, I make them sign a letter. Or they know, but like always really try to be respectful. Now, of course, you could disagree with a call. Of course. I tell them, have your brief, you know, oh, that's not have your brief moment. Move on. You know what I mean? Don't be them. At least I've, I've had very few of my parents be that that parent that's like going up and down the court, mm -hmm. talking to the official, you know, like. Hey, get this guy out of here. I, I, I don't have those parents it's on my team. It's happened before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's happened before. Not with your any of the teams you've been associated. Yeah, yeah. With, no, but I've seen stuff yeah, in absolutely. games like man. And I, I put the, I, I hold responsibility for my teams. Okay. So the way my kids conduct themselves, and my parents, I tell them that you know um, the buck stops with me. So if you are acting an ass, it's it is my it's on me to get you are reflecting me. So right. I'm like. <laughs> You know, get get the hell out of the gym or <laughs> calm yourself down. You know what I mean? And yeah. usually those parents don't last long on my teams anyway. So, you know, um, let me speak from the other side. Okay. Give you guys a little bit of pushback, so mm -hmm. to speak. Um, I'm a coach. I think this ref has it out for me. Okay. 
Um, I think this ref doesn't like me. I think this ref doesn't like my kids. I think this ref is mad at me because he gave me a tech last game, like we just spoke to, Vic. What is your guys' response to these kind of things and statements? I think it's it's um I think a little presumptuous, you know. Now we're people. You know? Yeah. Like if you know if you push me, right? I would remember that you did that. Right. Like I can't like forget that that happened. Right. right. But that doesn't mean that we can't have any other positive relationships, Absolutely. you know, or positive interactions. Right. But I would always remember, you know, that particular moment. So we remember things that happen, but I would say uh, the most mature, the, the more mature refs. And I would say by and large, most, you know, yeah, they, they, they flush that stuff. They're not really thinking about it now. Your behavior might bring it back to their remembrance. Like, oh, <laughs> that's what I remember dealing with the last game, and it's back again. Right. You know, I mean, so that might be sometimes what it is. You know, it's just, you know, we know that there are coaches that certainly um, require, at times, more attention than others, mm -hmm. you know. Um, and sometimes um, those coaches, uh, you know, we don't want anybody, coach, player, fan, anybody, to be a distraction to the game, yeah. you know, more than anything else. Because that's what that's what everybody is yeah, really. So we're all paying for our entry fees for is, and everything. Is there is the, for, right. The, for the kids and the game. But we're people. Yeah. And so, you know, things happen. We get in our feelings sometimes and we, you know, feel a certain kind of way about mm -hmm. certain things. But I would say, uh, and I'm sure Vic would say, by and large, we, we don't, you know, we don't. I don't sit in the parking lot. I, I like, a thousand percent oh, agree bro, with you like, on that one. Dude, like, let me tell you about the last time I was over. You know, like, right. we don't, you know, we show up and, hey, what's going on? Right. You know, da, 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 what do we got going on? Okay, this is what we need to do. And we get into it. We might bring up the fact that, hey, there have we have a particular coach who maybe historically has a bit yeah. more energy or, or is a little louder yeah. or you know, whatever of it course. is. That's part of being prepared for whatever you're about to go experience. You know? Absolutely. And so that those discussions definitely take place. Let me ask you guys this, because you, you got me thinking of this too. Uh oh. <laughs> no, this is a good <laughs> this, ain't, oh, this ain't on script. No. <laughs> this is some extra stuff. No, um do you think it's good, because I've seen this happen and I think it's overall good. Like, okay, let's say um an official and coach uh go at it one game or mm -hmm. whatever, they uh, get a little heated and uh, that, that coach gets a tech or, or, or whatever. It's mm -hmm. just a disagreement and nothing happens of it. And then the next time that coach sees that official or um, uh, even sometimes I've seen in that same day, they go up to that official and say, hey, that's my bad. You know, I'm sorry. I, you know, I, I was out of character. That's my fault. And I'm talking about the coach go to the official oh, and okay. say that. Not the, that, not that no, not the other okay. way around. Because we definitely get asked. No, to come. no, no, no. You no. missed that one. No, better, I'm talking about it's because I actually encourage coaches you know, because what I do here at YBA, right? Okay. We got like 70 teams. We have that many. Yeah, we have 75 wow. teams right now, I think, and about 30 coaches, right? Okay. Me, Coach Shaw, Coach Kenji. Mm, yeah, we're probably, yeah, we're like the most three veteran coaches here. Okay. Right? So, yeah. and which is weird for me to say, like, I'm a veteran coach because I don't <laughs> think of myself as a veteran coach. But right. for real, like, a lot of the new hey, YBA coaches. You make it three years in refereeing, you a vet. <laughs> I'm sitting you here. a vet. So, I, so, you know, I tell my coaches, like, listen, if you got, you know, a heated exchange or something, go to that official and just say, hey, my bad. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. and, you know, just because I'm, I'm around you guys all the time. I've seen a lot of you guys for years. So, I, you know, it's like. I don't ever want it right. any weird energy or nothing like that. You know what I mean? I don't want it that way. So 
I encourage my coach to do that. Do you guys think that's a good idea sometimes for coaches to I think it's amazing. have a dialogue? Okay, yeah, that'd be great. You know what? Um, yeah, everybody knows the Reno Memorial Tournament. Yeah. So I was working a game, and I think it was a YBA. A YBA. I think it was a YBA team. Yeah, YBA shirt on. <laughs> and you know, he was just pretty animated, and. Asking no questions, just 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 a <laughs> hundred, you know, just regular technical foul, bam, that's it. You know, you can't sit down in AU. I know you sit down, right? But afterwards, he came up to me. I deserve that technical. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> I deserve that technical man. You know, and I was like, yeah, it's all good. You know, I have no hard feelings. Part of the game, you know, we laughed right. the whole tournament. Hey, Vic, how you doing? You know, just, <laughs> just, sometimes, you know, we promote. We permit. What how does it go? We permit what we what you what you permit, permit you promote. promote. So we allow that behavior to happen. They're gonna right run with it, right? You know. So I'm not saying we'd be asked about being a giving the tech. You know, <laughs> right. that, that's yours. You know? <laughs> the technical foul is just a regular yeah, foul. Right? Exactly. Yep. It should be emotionless. And it's try to calm the situation. And calm the situation down. Right? down. Yeah. We use our tools. You but know? we on the other end do tell officials that if you made a mistake. Why not own up to it? Own up to it. You know what I mean? Like if you missed the look, look. There's times. Is this like a is like AU or AAU or which one is the one where you gotta what? confess something? You yeah. said yeah, you whatever gotta, the one where you gotta confess. Number. Yeah, that one. Whatever the one where you gotta a- confess. A- meetings. So yeah, the AAU. Right. Basketball oh, yeah, yeah. referee. Step, yeah, yeah. Twelve step program. You know what I mean? Like, you know, it's okay for us to say I missed it. There's mm-hmm. times where I put air in a whistle and I immediately am like. Crap. That's not right. That's <laughs> that's 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 not right. But I could tell you as a coach, I always appreciate when someone said has has said that to me. Or they, you know, they'd be like, "Hey, Chris, my, I missed that one." I go, mm-hmm. oh, "It's cool." I I know. I usually I'm like, "It's cool, man. It's hey, it's whatever. Plays over. My kids got to deal with it." You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like that's what I say. And that's. But I'm telling you, I I think coaches appreciate that a lot when when officials are willing to do that. Right. You know what I'm but saying? But we tell them once. Yeah. You can only do it one time a game. <laughs> one like not one every quarter. Like, right. oh, coach, yeah, yeah. That, this yeah. is the first quarter one. I, I right. got the second, third, and fourth coming right. up next. Oh, you know, we're in the second quarter one now. Coach, I missed that one too. But I right. still got two more left, the third and the fourth. <laughs> like that's not the dialogue right. because now. Because now they're know, questioning your professionalism, right? Or, right. right. or your, your commitment yeah. to this vocation. Like, okay, will you. Okay, so what's going on? Are we not getting the right position? Are we not? You know, there's, there's, we, it gets to training. We got to kind of look at what we're doing here. Okay. So, all right. Well, I want to bring up a couple of um, things we that made I it want to do the coaching segment, Vic. We yes, you guys did it. You guys did it. I'm proud of it. I was, I was a little, that <laughs> <laughs> was going to be the heavy one. I think hey, I can answer you know, any I, other I, question I, now. I think, I think sports, sports are really good at this, hey, this look, look, look. situation. I think I'm. My my questions are pretty softballish. Nah, <laughs> They're softballish for now. Nothing crazy. I well, this will be hardballish. Okay. I do right. want to talk um, just pure calls, pure common okay. misconception calls that I think um, having two guys that understand the game, we we need to get this kind of cleared out. Um, for one, uh, and you guys, you know, just say correct or incorrect or correct me if I'm wrong. I just gonna go through my list of things. Um, Let's make this clear for AAU kids and high school kids. There's no such thing as a gather step in <laughs> high school and youth. 
Correct? Correct. <laughs> There's no such thing as a gather step. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're trying to. In the NBA. the NBA, right? The NBA. Have, yeah, I don't, basically, the James Harden yeah, step yeah, back. You know what? You I, don't, I don't pay attention to the NBA step. There you go. Me. The, rules, <laughs> the rules are different. Yeah, yeah, it I used to be called the zero step. And the zero step. step. Yeah. Yeah. It's different yeah. now, but they have that. But and then you have the two steps. Right. So it, people don't understand the difference. Um, euro step is not a travel. Okay. Um, Depends if you do it correctly. Depends if you do Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I was going to say that disclaimer. Kids, you've got to also make sure you're doing the actual correct Euro step. Because, mm -hmm. um, uh, yeah, I think sometimes parents don't get and, – and I will be fair to say this. When the Euro step first got to us, mm -hmm. it did take officials a while to really, mm -hmm. like, figure out, like, wait, what are they doing? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because I – I, um, I believe the official rule is you, you can take the two. Well, the the act or basically what they say you can take the two steps, but it doesn't say which direction. Right, you take but the, two the, steps. the key is uh, correct. You can correct me if I'm wrong, sport. And as officials, we have to determine when the player actually picks Picked up the, the ball. ball. Mm -hmm. Once the player picks up the ball and make that initial step, the first step, say it's his left foot. Mm -hmm. That is his pivot foot. Okay. He comes back down on the right. It has to be a layup. Yeah. They bring back the left foot. Travel. It's a travel. Yep. So anytime we determine when the player picks up the ball, the pivot foot can't come back down. That's even yeah. with spin moves. Yeah. And I'm going to say guarantee 99% of the kids <laughs> are not athletic enough or skilled enough. Skilled yes. enough. They haven't mastered that level to of craft. do the spin move correct because once you pick it up and you spin off that right, you got to do the layup off the left, but they always bring that right back down. Yep. And you definitely, if you have a fast guard, hard to see. But if you have a skilled, you know, a big guy that does it pretty slow, uh, that's easy. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> that's easy. And, I mean, you know, credit to the NBA guys who, like a James Harden, who learned how to manipulate the rules to that but degree. But it's the rule. Yeah, I mean, like exactly. It's, not, it's the way they allow it to be played at that level. Yes. So he's just – He's operating within the confines. Absolutely. Now, what is coming to high school and has been, and and we've got to get better about it, is the James Harden step back in high school because mm. that's a travel off the rip. Right. Like, it's a travel from the beginning. Yeah. So, But you know kids are going to emulate what they And, and that, that's see. fine. But, yeah. again, at this level, that's why the challenge for us is to be consistent about mm -hmm. that and to make sure that we're training and, and, and we understand what that is. So that way we can we can get that and we can call that violation and then be consistent about that. Then they'll understand at the high school level, I got to do it like this. Yeah. But then when I get to this level, I could do it like that. And then it'll be clear a delineation. Exactly. And again, AAU should be high school stuff. Yes, so, I agree. With so you. all I mean, I mean, I mean, all summer long <laughs> and trainings and they're doing this move incorrectly and referee. A, yeah. lot of, a lot of officials not calling it during AAU. Mm -hmm. Yeah. One, because if it's, especially if it's a stop clock and they're working 10 games, they're, they're not going to stop. <laughs> they want to go home. <laughs> they want to go. <laughs> All right. So it's not going to happen. So when they get to high school, I've been doing this all summer. <laughs> well, you've been doing it wrong. I said, well, you've been doing it wrong. Right. 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 Like, they're not lying. I don't yeah. get mad at people yeah, when they yeah, say yeah. that. And they're yeah. like, well, ain't nobody called it. I'd be like, you're right. And that's, that's wrong on our part. Yeah, so, right. you know, we can get better. Okay, yeah. and then, and we you talked about it earlier, which I do want to uh, unpack that a little more. Charges, right? Okay. Um, I, I I'm in that referee group on Facebook. Um, it's NFHS. Okay, 
I forget the rest of the name. But network or? Yeah. Huh? Is it the NFHS Network or? Yes. NFHS? Yeah, okay. NFHS yeah, yeah, Network. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So I so I posed a question up there kind of jokingly. I wasn't like, I, I, people ran with it. I was like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> if you look. Yeah. Sometimes I respond to Chris. I don't think I'm that much of a joke. No, no, no. Sometimes I respond. I just don't like the response to some people. I mean, yeah, I yeah, yeah. annoying. <laughs> yeah, no, I get it. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it could get, bro, this this comment, it, it, let, let me see if I can pull it up. But it, it was, um, I was watching, um, I'm a Kobe fan, so I was watching old school uh, Kobe highlights on uh, YouTube. And I don't know if you guys remember, um, it's when he had Kwame Brown on the team and he dunked on Steve Nash. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys remember that yeah. one. It's um, this one. And NFHS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, right? okay, so yeah. my question I put up there, which again, just got, <laughs> it got so many uh, responses. Even I was like, wow, okay. I guess I said something pretty uh, crazy, um, <laughs> which I didn't think so. Um, but it, basically it says right here. It says, if a player is set, why is it not a charge when the offensive player jumps on on his head and dunks the ball, right? So basically, like I'm saying, okay, we've all seen those highlight dunks, those amazing dunks where – because when I was watching it, Steve Nash was set, and for my opinion, he was he was in front of the arc, he was set. Mm-hmm. In front of the RA? Yeah, yeah. Okay. What, what's RA? I don't know. Restricted. That. Restricted area. area. Okay, perfect. So he was in front of the restricted area. He was set, and, and Kobe – you know, it's it's one of his premier highlights because Steve Nash went over. Remember remember his, his nose was bleeding yeah, yeah. or something. I, think I like, remember this one. And my thing, and I looked at him like, damn, that really looks like a charge. Now, of course, it's the NBA and it's Kobe Bryant. They're not going to make that call. They are not going to call that charge. It's entertainment. Just, it, it's exactly. It's entertainment. <laughs> but I, it did make me reflect and say, why is that not a charge? Because I've seen that type of stuff happen in high school. And is it just the momentum of the game? Is it because it's just such a good play? Like. I, well, you know, on, to man. me, it's like it's like, dude, you jumped and ran this guy. So I want to make sure. Am I am I answering this question as a high school official? Am I an NBA official? High school, like, okay. Because there are high school kids who can do that. You no, know I what agree, I mean? I agree. And, but most of the time, like I saw, if you look at Zion Williams' highlights, I mean, he's hammering some, mm-hmm. and some of these kids are trying to take charges, mm-hmm. and they're just, and he's just dunking on, but they're not going to call it a charge, and I yeah, think well, it's the momentum of, of everything. One of them, I think a, a lot of it is courage to make that big call. Yeah. You know, that's that's one. Yeah. That's, that's a huge one. Is it? I mean, I guess <laughs> for well, the first part of it, is it a charge, or is it just, if he makes any contact with his head or torso, even though he dunks and jumps and dunks it, is it a charge or so, not? So the key is, is was the defender... Established. We was he in legal guarding position, going mm-hmm. back to what I said earlier. Two feet, I mean, on the ground, torso, facing the offensive player. Was that all all those check boxes were those checked off before mm-hmm. the person took off? Okay. Right. So if all those boxes are checked off before they take off, high school doesn't have an RA. It doesn't right. have a restricted area. Right. You can literally be standing under the basket. Under right. the basket. Yeah. I hate to say. And it can be a charge. Okay. So long as the defender establishes and maintains. Now, here's another part, which is maintain. So the maintain is you can go side to side or you can go backwards once you establish. Okay. Weekly. Right. 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 The okay. only thing you can't do is go forward. forward. Right. Which is where a lot of fouls <laughs> that we call that people don't understand. You're because you're impeding you're impeding the progress you're, you're of the player, your right? Body into, right? You're taking your body into a ball handler and meeting them. Again, if you're established, you can go side to side. It's not a problem, but you can't go into them. Well, and, and that, 
That makes sense. Go, no, it does to me. No, move, absolutely. You can't move in a forward direction, yeah, and that's absolutely. a lot of times where that's where the fouls a lot of times because you can't move laterally. Because like move you laterally. said, if if the guy's coming and you as a defender can kind of calculate that trajectory mm-hmm. and you yep. take that one step over, get yep. position. Once, once you establish the legal guarding position, right. once, once we, as referees, we 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 run to our spot and we're finding the defender. Okay. Right. And then we're like, next is like, okay, is he in legal, he or she in legal guarding position? Once that happens, we know the three things they can do. Okay. All move right. Side to side, backwards or obliquely. The only thing they can't do is move forward. The only thing they can't do to move slide if the shooter's ready airborne, of yeah, course, they got to let them land. You yeah. can't slide under right. after they're airborne. But if I'm there and the t- offense player's here, I s- take a step to the right, they hit me, you know. Through the chest or whatever, by rule, it don't have to be that way. But right, well, if they make that contact by rule, supposed to be player control. Do they have to? Does a player have to absorb the contact with their body, or are they allowed? Because one thing I heard, or that I've acclimated to my players, because obviously I teach my kids to take charges. I start teaching them that typically around seventh grade. You know, sixth, fifth. They're a little too young. I don't want them to hit their heads, get a concussion, right? right? So I'll, I introduce taking um, um, charges um, usually around middle school age. Okay. What I kind of do, and you again, you guys correct me if I'm wrong, I tell them they can kind of have a strong forearm there to brace some of the contact because a lot of coaches, I think, we teach it where, you know, they just standing right there and they take all that hit right in the chest. Well, you know, as a coach, I don't want to see my kid get hurt. Mm-hmm. So I kind of tell them like you can't obviously have your forearm extended it out, but you can you know body. you can kind of have it up to embrace. You know, I mean to brace and protect yourself. That's mm-hmm. the term I use, brace. So is that correct or am I wrong on this one? No, you're not wrong. I, I think the key right when you when you're talking about um, you know taking charges is as a coach is like, do you want your do you want a good defensive effort to be rewarded mm-hmm. or not? Right. right? So. Typically, I would imagine you would say, yes, I want mm-hmm. I want good defensive effort to be rewarded. Yes. Right? Clearly, if he's there and he's established, person goes right through, right? Not just not just to them, but to and through them. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's player control. Player control. Player control is in a rule, but you know, we call it charge. Right. If they go to them but not through them, well, that's, that's not a player control, right. right? But then you also have the, well, I'm there and I'm trying to avoid you and I – clip you in a particular manner you know again i would say as a coach if your guy or girl whoever it is they get there and they're established and they waiting and the person is trying to avoid them and and hit them and take them down well would you not want us to put a whistle on it right because you're rewarding somebody for doing it the right way right yes for establishing legal guarding position maintaining and not doing anything illegal right so yes you do want to take it in the torso but we can't get so focused that it's like, well, if I don't see the contact right here, right. then it's not a then it's not a foul. But it's like, well, no, we need to really referee the defense and see well, were they established? Did they maintain? I mean, that person's trying to avoid them. Well, what did the defender do wrong? Nothing. Okay, well, let's send it the other way. Right. Like, right. Ship that. And I, and I would think if we're consistent, coaches will see that, understand that, and go, I get it. Like no you guys way. aren't tripping. The, the issue is. Obvious ones seem like we having a lot of discussion on, right, right, and not on ones where, okay, you know what, could have went maybe blocked, but it could have went charged. But you know, I kind of understand why it's a charge because they actually were there enough, or they got there 
just before. Do kids, or at war, I should say kids, athletes, do they have to fall for it to be a charge? I'm speaking more, this is for, again, the audience, so they understand, like, um, the rules, right? Because because essentially displacement of the defender would be the charge, per would, se. Would, but, would but most people, obviously, commonly, the common eye, the common fan, the common person knows typically charges you're falling back, right? Typically you are. But right. then again, it depends on, like, who's taking the charge, mm-hmm. Right. Who's the defender? Who's the offensive person? Right. Like if Shaquille O'Neal's trying to take a charge on Allen Iverson, like, he ain't gonna fall back. <laughs> you, you see the point I mean? Like some there's times where it's not just a you gotta fall because the person may be bigger and can absorb the contact in a way where they don't fall, but yeah. they move back. They're right. displaced. Right. They move off the spot that they legally established. Usually right. when that happens, the offense travels after that. <laughs> right, pop. right. Yeah, they get right. Exactly. Yeah. It, could, it, could okay. be, it could be any one of those things. So yeah. typically, yes, you, you want to go to and through the torso. But I also say that you know it's not only about finding that mid spot in the middle of the chest because the reality of the defender is set up and they're legal. Yeah. You know, and they haven't done anything that would attribute the, the contact being attributed to them. I definitely can't call block. Right, right, right. <laughs> you know, because right, the yeah. coach is like, well, what is that? It's like, <laughs> you know, it's like, what answer right. am I going to give? You exactly. Know? So, you know, maybe this is no call, depending on the type. I mean, it's hard without seeing a play. Yeah, maybe yeah, of course. Maybe it's a no call. Yeah. But if everything's met, sounds like you can send it the other way. So for coaches, if you're listening to this, parents, if you're listening to this, kids, if you're listening to this or checking it out on YouTube, remember legal guarding position. That's the – immediate thing that you have to establish before before we have any other talks about the the types of charge or you know if it was if it wasn't just focus on that first that's my tip for you guys get that he's moving (laughs) (laughs) that's that's another i know he's moving that that was the last part i know you guys hit he he moved it's like he's allowed to move i you know i say it in my head like he's allowed to move laterally or backwards but it, it, that's why this the show key is, did the show did the, <laughs> did the defender establish legal guarding position first. first yep if that happens a whole bunch of other stuff don't really matter <laughs> right <laughs> you know because they've done they've met their burden of proof right, right. they've done what they were supposed to do you know Absolutely. now again if they're sliding or they're leaning yeah, yeah, there, yeah. there's or other falling things before where, contact yeah, you know there's right. things there's, where it's like yeah. oh well you were there but i mean coach yeah. he he was halfway down right, to doing right. the Macarena before, you know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. Like, if that happens, then, you know, you, you didn't maintain. But at know? least now there's a baseline, right? A first you got to establish. <laughs> you got to have two feet, torso, facing the uh, the offensive player. You, you, you have to. Perfect. That's and the rule. So out of bounds. Um, when uh, um, not when a basket's made uh, on a – We have a spot throw-in, designated yeah. spot throw-in. Yeah. Um, there's always that misconception that they're literally not allowed to move their feet. <laughs> Can we speak on that one, fellas? Because <laughs> I've, I've, I'm a kid. I've, I, I've dealt with some officials <laughs> who didn't know. They didn't know, I, and I knew the rule. But again, I didn't get. I just was like, fine. What I said to him was, I said, I really strongly suggest you talk to some veteran officials because you know my kid. He inbound the ball, and you know I told him you know, take a step back to get an angle because it was um it was at a gym where the wall we just didn't have a lot of room mm, okay. taken out. So, mm-hmm. you know, I was like, just go a couple steps back so you can get it past the defender, right? And the the official was like, 
no, you can't do that. He has to stay right here and he cannot move his feet. Word. And I was like, <laughs> he said word. And I'm sitting there like, okay. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, what else could I, I can't argue with it. So I'm just like, sure. Okay. You could have asked the question. <laughs> you could have said, oh, excuse me, Mr. Official, are there any occasions where he actually has the ability to move? Good advice because I probably should have asked. This is why I always say, this is why I always say, like, if coaches ask more questions, you know, it'll help elicit either um, responses from officials that you can go, okay, now I understand where they're thinking or, you know, where they're right. coming from with this information. Or you can say, okay, they don't have a lot for me, so they're probably not going to have a lot for me, right. you know, when I have other types of concerns, yeah. right, you know? Exactly. And, and, and you so just, it should give you some perspective. Yeah, and, and it, it, uh, honestly, it helps me coach my kids because then I know how to right. make the adjustments or whatever. But – wanted you guys to speak on that just for the general audience. What What's the rule about them when they can inbound the ball or, or whatnot? Designated throw-in. Designated throw-in. Yeah. <laughs> so we basically have two You have two types of throw-ins, right? You have the one where you have a designated spot, and then you have the one where we like to say that you can run the inline, mm -hmm. right? Because you're never running on the sideline. Right, right. Like that's never – I mean, if you right. see that, then that's – I mean, right. now it's not traveling right? because you can't travel when the ball – is actually out of, out of bounds. It yep. actually has to be on the floor with the court. Anyways, so that's not traveling right, right, on the sideline. Right, right. Okay, so they basically get a step to the right or to the left, mm -hmm. and they can go back and forth as they need to. When they when they have the ball forward, in their hand, forward and backwards. Not what I mean. like when the re when when the right. official gives them the ball. Right. Right. Okay. Right. They yeah, can go. It's a three foot, three foot. That's why hey, we say generally a step. You don't like a step. Chinese typewriter yeah, yeah, all the way yeah, yeah, there. Yeah, 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 one yeah. step. Or not yeah. the MC Hammer. But right. Just a step one way to the right. But like if you're trying to get right. an angle to pass the ball in, right, right they can you take a step. You know, step. Now, like, it's, not, it's not one of them, you know, drop steps right. when we when we right. do in practice <laughs> right. right before the game. It's not one of those, right? I mean, you got to keep it relative. Right. You got to have a spot. Right. So, you know, you don't get a space, a box. You have a spot. So it's a step to the right, to the left. You can go backwards and forwards as you need to. Right. If it's a designated spot throwing. Okay. Okay. If Perfect. It's, if you can run the inline, then, you know, do what you got to do. Yeah. Because so, <laughs> no, that's, that's why I want them to know. A <laughs> um, couple more. Goaltending. Oh. This is one um, I've personally had to deal with with some officials. Um, they. Okay. I'm going to say this scenario just so uh, people understand. Um because you, you know you're dealing with um, high-level athletes, more athletic athletes. Certain teams got some crazy athletic kids. Kids going for a block. I like yes, it. Yes, perfect. Thank you. Because I already knew. I had a feeling. I'm you, like, you, they going to talk about goal <laughs> Yes. Slapping the backboard. You get, <laughs> slapping the backboard. Now, you knew this was like – Cause they, I've, I've, I've had, especially in AAU, you know, you get some really high level athletes. I'm glad you guys have your book. Coaches, I download every year. I download um, off the Kindle app, yep. and if it's just so, coaches, mm -hmm. I also recommend that as well. If if you can't get a hard copy, uh, uh, download uh, the NFHS book and check it over. I mean, you're not gonna read every single page, but obviously <laughs> get the get the points of emphasis. You know, rule changes if they make them. Like that's my suggestion to you guys. Um, but. Moving forward with that, yes, goaltending. My kid goes, tries to block the shot, ends up slapping the backboard. Not enough force to make the backboard move, you know, but obviously, you know, trying to go for a block and slaps the backboard. My guys have been called for goaltending for trying to do that. Mm -hmm. I know that is not goaltending. I know that. But I just wanted to talk about it on this show while, while, while it's here. Okay. 
So I'm gonna, I'm gonna read, read it out of the rule book. Yeah. Goaltending and basket interference is two different things. Yes, it's, if anything, it's basket interference, right? But uh, no, no, I'm gonna, <laughs> oh, I'm gonna read. Okay, goal, well, you guys, goal please, you guys got, correct I me. I want to make sure that everybody can hear what the actual <laughs> okay. rule book says, you know, specifically. And this is, uh, um, this is rule four, uh, twenty-two, article one, uh, page thirty-five in the rule book. Article one: Goaltending occurs when. A player touches the ball during a tap or a try for goal while the ball is in its downward flight entirely above the rim with the possibility to go in. That's the definition. So it's got to be on. It's downward flight. It has to be above the rim. And it has to have the possibility to go in, which is somewhat subjective, yes, right? You yes, mean? But, of course. I mean, you know, obviously, if it's way over here, you can't yeah. be like, oh, that's go. <laughs> Clearly, that didn't have a right, You know, right. so it's, it's somewhat relative, right? And so, based off that definition, right, if you lay it up on the glass and I go to block it and I miss it and I make contact with the glass, what's the issue? Yeah. Or just simply, if you lay it up, and I like to would like to call it volleyball spike it. Yeah, yeah. Right off the backboard, yeah. right? Because sometimes every once in a while you get one of those in game. Right. Ooh, yeah, some athletic bye-ya. kids out right? there, like I said. Yeah. And he volleyball spikes it. It's not goaltending because that's college in the NBA where as soon as it touches the backboard, you cannot touch it. Because, well, let's be real, their bodies are so... Yeah, you know right. what I mean. But that's their but level. Yes, yes. That, you know, that's, that's where people, when you watch TV and you come to your, your, your you know, a youth game, you're like, oh, what? The rules are different, right? You know, at of that course. level, you can't touch it. Yeah. At the high school level, you can absolutely touch it. Right. Now, if I'm saying if a player is laying it up on the right side, and let's say your player is on the left side, and he slaps the backboard, right? It's a little harder to convince me that you were You're actually trying to. Block trying it. to yeah. You see, common sense, right? right? It's a little harder to convince. But I don't know the intent of your player. I, you know, what I mean, all I know is I saw a ball being laid up, and I saw a player coming from behind, making an attempt to block the ball. He doesn't get the ball, yeah, and he hits it on the backboard. I can't say for sure. I know that your player was thinking, "Oh, I'm about to go. I'm about to go hit this backboard as hard as I can." And I'm about, you know, what I mean, like, to, I, how do I know that that's what's going on in your player's mind? Like, so we can't go there. Right. All I can judge is all I can look at what happened and say, "Oh, he laid it up. There was an attempt. Again, it doesn't meet any of the other criteria. We don't got no goaltender." So is it just a no call then, or it's what? Nothing. what? No call. Just keep playing basketball. So then, what classifies as basket interference? Oh, happy you said that because yeah. I was going to read that one too. Because <laughs> I just want to make sure people yes, can no, hear it directly from the actual yes. rule book. Yes. It's not like oh, he just said it off. The top. No, I'm going to read it to everybody so everybody has it right. And so this is uh, rule four six um, on page twenty nine of the rule book. Basket interference occurs when a player touches the ball or any part of the basket including the net while the ball is on or within either basket. Right. Okay. Again, so that's different. Remember the first one was if you lay it up, it's above the rim. It's on a chance. It's on a downward fly with a chance. Right. You got all these. This one says if it's touching the rim or any part of the basket, including the net, you know, while the ball is in there and you touch it, Basket interference. That's basket interference. The other one is if it touches the ball while any part of the ball is in the imaginary cylinder, which is basically the basket all the way to the ceiling, right? 
So it may not be touching the rim, but if it hits and it bounces straight up, and so it's in the cylinder of the basket, and you go up there and touch it then, still basket interference. Okay. That makes sense? Yeah, to me it does. I mean, I shoot. I, I read the definition, I read so I didn't yeah, make it no, up. No, like, this I, is exactly what they put sense. in the rule book. So. No, that's so <laughs> hopefully the public is hearing this and understanding this when you guys check this episode out. So then I want to talk about playing defense because obviously what the rule changes in basketball – and this is you mean the a, new one in high school that's coming. Well, all, all of them on it. Okay. Well, just all the. I'm, I'm referring to like basically back from '90s, 2000 to today. You okay. know, just how the games adjusted the the physicality. I'm not going to get into oh, it's softer. Blah, blah. I'm not going to get all that <laughs> shit. I'm just. We do know, and we can all agree that mm-hmm. you know the game has become more off offense centric, right? Yep. It's um, yep. especially at the NBA level because that's a show. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's a reason the scores are 100. 39 to, you know what I mean? Like that's, that's just what it is. Right. right. And, um, you get that. That's a business. Um, with high school and, and college, it, it, it is more off, more free flowing mm-hmm. freedom of movement, mm-hmm. right. Being the term. Um, so this is where I say coaches have to be coaches. You have to adapt to the way the game shifts, right? There's a reason like why Coach K and Calipari and all those guys could stay on top for as long as they did. They adapted to the game. They yep. couldn't say, nope, this is the way it is and this is how it, like, you can't, you don't mm-hmm. have a career if you do that. You know, yep. you have to adapt to what's going on, right? Um, for instance, Reno, we're going to see way more three-point shots nowadays than 10, 15 years ago. Yep. Steph Curry <laughs> effect. We know Everybody's you, shooting. Yeah, you can walk into a fifth grade boys game you're going to see at least 23s. And you're like, <laughs> you could barely shoot a layup. Why are you doing this? Like, you know what I mean? You just know that's what it is. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying, like, on the defensive side, um, from my understanding, right, guy has the ball. He has his cylinder, right? And, of course, I'm trying to do a quick culmination of it. Defender, you're allowed that one hot stove contact. Mm-hmm. From there, you have to release contact. Um, my handshake and rule? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hand check rule, right? No, there's no more hand checking. It's just it's gone, right? But I try. I'll be real with you. I teach my kids to walk that fine line, right? Mm-hmm. Because you know, I'm, I, I shit. I'm a defensive coach. I want yeah. my boys to play. I tell them get in their jersey, but I tell them you do have to walk the fine line. Make your contact. Active hands. I think you guys will hear me yell that 20 times a game. Active hands. Let the ref see your hands. You know, because I teach them it's hard for the officials to call a foul if the officials can see your hands in the air. It's very, very hard true. for them to call a foul <laughs> on you. You know, move your feet. Obviously, everybody, move your feet, move your feet. We all say that stuff. But, you know, how how can kids play defense aggressively without fouling? That's kind of the... By moving their feet. Okay. That's that's. I was a defensive player. Right, right, right. Anybody that knows me, when I came up, if 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 I could get my paws anywhere around it, I'm right. probably going to get my hands on it, and I'm probably right. going to knock it out your out your hand, right? In some way, shape, or form, right? So it can happen, but what I see is I don't think players have the same pride in the discipline or the um the honor in saying you might have scored on me, but boy, it was you hard. Had to work. Wasn't it? You, you had had to mean work like for it, it? Yeah, you had to work for it. Like right. okay, yeah, you got your twenty. How do you feel right now? Took you 40 you shots. You see what I'm saying? Like how <laughs> physically, how do you feel? How's your mind? How's your body? How did that 40 right. shot? It took a lot out of you, right? Which means you might not have given your team everything you could have gotten because of the work that you had to do. And we don't have the passion anymore. We have 
the the um, the glamour of stealing or dunking. Right. Or, so that's what everybody's always trying to focus on. Instead of just just play good defense, yeah. just move your feet. You mean you ain't got to touch nobody? Just move your feet. I mean, like I said, show your hands so that we can see. Right. It. I always say this. Yeah, I might think that's a foul. Yeah. This it's very yeah, hard very for hard me to, to think that. You see what I'm saying? Like yeah. I can I can see these. Yep. These, you know, depending on I might move and oh, right. you know, something might happen. So I, I think that's the biggest thing I always try to tell players is is actually move your feet. Like actually take some pride in saying, you know what, I'm gonna guard you. And yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna make it hard for you. You might score on me. Because again, you play basketball long yeah, enough, yeah. you can't stop people. Right. Some no, people no, no. you you run up against, it's like, look, he, you slow him down. He, that's he, all you can do. He can do. go. Yeah. Right. That's all you can do. I can't do nothing. But it's it's the pride in saying every time I get out here, I'm gonna make it hard for you. Right. And I just don't see people doing it that way. They want to use their hands. The they want to touch culture, it. culture, man. It's, Especially when you're athletic enough. That's yeah. why I'm really like, like you can actually move your feet. Like you can actually move your feet. Right. Why not do that? Why and not prove to somebody that hey, you can score on me, but hey. You you gonna have to make you gonna right. have to, you gonna have to get this work right. And to your point, in terms of playing aggressive, there are rules that we have that rewards good defense. Yeah. We have in the boys' game, yeah, closely guarded, mm-hmm. right? Five so seconds within six feet. Yeah, you got five seconds to get rid of the ball or whatever the case may be. And then I never understood this on the girl side in high school. They don't have a ten second backcourt. Yeah, you're okay? yeah you're right. But about their that. shot clock that. is thirty seconds. So if these girls would just play <laughs> defense in the backcourt <laughs> and move their feet. And don't get them past the division line. By the time they get the division line, they probably have five seconds left to put the shot. <laughs> really? But what they do, they they'll grab and hold and reset the shot clock and all that. If they just play discipline and move their feet, they won't have much time. They'll probably get shot clock violation every time. And that's what I teach my kids. Um, you know, be arms length away. Mm-hmm. That's what I always tell them: be arms length away because, you know, um, you know, I tell them, I say, listen, if you if you <laughs> the referee isn't going to have a measuring tape and measure six feet as you're, you know, but as the rule book does tell us what true, six feet is. True, yeah. right. it, true. Does. it does. You're right. Like I said, we be inconsistent <laughs> about about uh, applying it. You yeah, know? but it does say from the front from, foot to the front foot of the defense I mean, of the offensive player that distance. I mean, you know, no, no, I, it, I it gives totally us agree. it. We just be like, I don't see it. Exactly, exactly, and that's why I, I tell my boys get your hand up. Be arms length away because it's very, again, I try to eliminate arguments, right? Mm -hmm. That's my philosophy. So it's like it's very hard to, it's very hard to dispute with me (laughs) if my kid is six foot, if he's literally (laughs) like this playing arms length away. But like, because I'll say, can I get, you know, can I get a five? You know, are you, are you counting five? Like, I'll I'll say that to a fifth. All right. Because sometimes I'll just see him standing there like this, right? Mm -hmm. And my guy's up there playing defense. And when it's a dead ball, I say, you know, excuse me, are, are, are you counting five? five like I say, because mm-hmm. you could be counting in your head. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And it's supposed and to be I, a visual. Yeah, and I'm like, I don't want to assume. I don't want to disrespect <laughs> you. So, you know, and they go, they go, well, not. Well, OK, you're right. I'll, I'll, count, I'll count five. And then they start, you know what I'm saying? Because, again, I, I try to eliminate the the interpretation mm-hmm. part, basically. That's mm-hmm. what I try to do. So, but, you know, yeah, I, I, I did want to speak on that because I think, I think as coaches, and and I know the term coach is relative in AAU sometimes, because let's be real, sometimes it's just somebody's dad. Sometimes it's just, just hanging out. Y'all just. <laughs> yeah, sometimes that, that coach word is sometimes relative. But for the guys who I think are really passionate, like mm-hmm. myself, um, I do try to, I try to teach my young kids how to play defense without fouling, with moving their feet, active hands, yada, 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 yada. But I just wanted to hear it from you guys from, from the official standpoint. And you being the, the hand check guru, so. Oh, I, you know, I don't know where sport acting from, man. 
just an example, y'all. It's just an example, man. I, I, I could pick on myself next time. <laughs> uh, um, last term before we move on to other stuff and all that. Um, uh, elephants and ants. Um, you know, you must I, have been talking to an official because you coming up with all kind of phrases that right? terminology. I, yeah, yeah, I read the yeah, book, yeah, man. I actually do <laughs> read the book. I read the book. I've attended the classes. <laughs> Ted, Ted be trying to get yeah, Ted, probably Ted be Ted. trying to get me the official. He's I, like, I, he I, is literally I, like, Chris, you need to go out there. I was like, no, 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 you no. You probably no. would do a decent <laughs> job, to be honest, because of your understanding of the game. Right. Well, know? again, you know that's, what it's supposed that's to why like. very, very, very rarely, and, and you know, most can ask, you know, whether you hate me, like me, love me, I still think most officials understand, like, when they, when they deal with Chris in the coaching capacity, he's not going to – he's not going to make my job very – heart mm -hmm. he is going to challenge me if i'm wrong on something or if he sees something mm -hmm. like yeah i'm gonna have some questions but i don't think i'm very rarely going to get on the officials i'm always going to get on my kids that's my job get on them you know what i mean this is one the only reason i really want to bring up elephants and ants is because i want to advocate for bigs i'm i was a guard but in high school before i was a guard you know, they put me in the post because I was one of those guys got a little tall, tall early, right? But I'm right. I'm skinny, right? You know, I'm a skinny guy, <laughs> um, getting my butt kicked. You know what I mean? And and so I know that that world, right? Being mm -hmm. being a big, being a you know a Shaquille O'Neal, uh, 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 Elijah Wands, the Patrick, you know, just getting banged up, beat up, and still night in night out, just doing your thing, and mm -hmm. you know. Um, it's just so okay, just so your audience understand what I refer to when I'm saying elephants and ants, right? The 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 bigs are what we would call the the elephants, the bigger, stronger guys, the your post guys, right? I know nowadays there are no post players. Everybody's a three point right. shooter. But I was about to say there there still are some old school bigs out there who play <laughs> big, right? Um back to the basket guys, right? And your ants or your guards, your little guards, you know, things like that. Um and obviously the the role is we don't want the the ants to necessarily get an advantage over the elephants right the bigger mm -hmm. guys what what are some things you guys look for when when you see these bigger guys get a rebound or post up and and they're trying to establish themselves because you know a lot of times for parents parents of those bigger kids always feel like those guys are getting picked on mm -hmm. you know what i mean and, mm -hmm. and there is less of them mm -hmm. right so, you know, you got this huge sixth grader, right? I'm sure you guys have seen this. This mm -hmm. abnormally big sixth Six grader or fifth grade. You know what I mean? <laughs> and you can tell he's gangly and uncoordinated mm -hmm. and he's trying his best. Mm -hmm. But, you know, that kid often sometimes breaks down crying and stuff because they're like, and I coach it. You know, it's like, I, I'm not foul. You know, they're like, I'm trying not to foul him, coach. I'm just standing here. I don't know what to do. You know, like. Speak to that parent. Speak to that kid. What 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 can they do to help themselves? You know what I mean. In mm -hmm. the midst of a game or I things would, like that. Again, this is something we can improve on. Mm -hmm. um, we do have some opportunity to let the bigs play big. Um, kids, you know, definitely is is our responsibility to referee <laughs> referee the defense. <laughs> you know so. <laughs> That that will solve all our problems if we referee the defense. So no matter how big the kid is, if the kid is doing everything legally, I don't know why we put in a whistle on it. Because it looks funny, a big kid jumps up vertically, a little kid, a little player, small player, run, boom, bounce, bounce off of him, right? It, it, and you know the crowd always freaks out. Hey, like, objectively, that looks horrible. Right? <laughs> but you got to ask yourself, what did he do wrong? Absolutely typically nothing. when i've had fouls on bigs 
it, it goes back to what we talked about with leader garden position. Typically, when I have most of my fouls on bigs, it's because they're going forward mm-hmm. into the contact. Typically, when I have whistles. Right, right. You know, I don't, I'm not going to talk about nobody else's right, whistles right. or no, my course, whistles right of now. Of course, of course. It's typically, it's because they're going forward. Otherwise, I'm not calling something on you if you're in legal guarding position, you're going vertical. I'm not doing anything. Now, I would say something that bigs um, probably are guilty of more than we penalize them for is displacing another big who's legally standing there just playing defense, right. trying to post up or and they just like drop chest their shoulder up, like y'all them. like to yeah, say, yeah, chest up. Right. That's, that's the new thing I learned. <laughs> chest up. Like, oh, what does that mean? Put chest on him, I guess. So when they're trying to chest up, right? And then the big is just either with an arm, a shoulder, whatever, just knocking the person backwards. Well, that's a foul. That's, an that's a foul, foul. Yeah, on the yeah, offensive yeah, person, yeah. right? And so, like Vic said, we have to find the defense, you know, stay disciplined. To watch the defense. Because again, I get it. It's all shiny orange ball. It's like the, the most <laughs> amazing thing that you just can't right, right. not find. And we have to be disciplined. Everybody's watching them all. We have to not watch it. And yeah. then that way we can see that play completely and then actually determine, okay, did the big actually do anything or did they just stand it? Did, did the guard, you know, who likes contact, right? Because we have guards that like contact. Yeah. Like, did they go in there and go, Jumping their body into right. that particular person, or did that person come forward to do something? Again, when I've had fouls, it's typically because the big is coming forward. Right. Otherwise, I think sometimes what Vic is saying, we just don't have the same whistle discipline or eye discipline when it comes to staying with the defender. Yeah. I, I use this stupid um, analogy. Um, I always tell new officials or whatever officials that I train. Imagine that each defender and offering have a hula hoop, like a hula hoop around them, right? Yeah, like a yeah. Little circular thing, right? It goes from your foot all the way to the ceiling. Both, both of them have them. So whoever breaks that <laughs> barrier, most likely the foul's gonna be on them. Okay. So if I have a little circular device that's around me going to the ceiling, and I'm the defense, and I break through that, and I make contact with the offensive player, who? who who made that illegal contact? The defense. Oh, yeah. If I'm playing, if I'm the defense and I'm playing vertical straight up and the offense come in. Come work. Yeah. <laughs> who who made that contact? The offense. So it's, just, it's it, like sports said, it's just being disciplined and not anticipating. Oh, this is going to look bad. I'm going to put. <laughs> and then you already exhaled and the whistle going and, and the kid did nothing wrong. Yeah. And you're like. Because the tougher plays are those we call them A to B plays, mm-hmm. which is when a when a person is jumping in the air, and their momentum is taking them forward, even though their hands are in the air because they love to show you, oh, I'm 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 vertical, I'm vertical, but you're <laughs> right. running but into you're, them yeah, and yeah. you make contact. Those are more difficult plays for us to referee, right? Well, if we're if we're better about just refereeing a basic post play, and and making sure that they're not causing illegal contact one way or another, then those A to B plays that are happening on fast breaks and all these different times. Maybe we'll either get we'll be better about them, or we'll maybe get more of an understanding ear from the coach if we have a difference of opinion on it. Meaning, if we put a whistle on it and the coach thinks we shouldn't, or okay. we don't, and the coach thinks we should, wh- whichever way you know it might be, there may be a little bit more understanding if we're showing a level of discipline with just the basic body contact, right? right? You know what I mean, then now. You might be like, ah, I didn't think he. I might coach. Hey, he went to A to B. You're like, ah, I didn't think he went to A to B. Yeah. 
we may have a difference of opinion, right? But we but can that's move forward. Okay, but right. Exactly. We can move forward. Exactly. But if if all game long they're knocking each other and, and I'm not having whistles, well then when I tell you that oh I don't think there's a foul, you're like, Man, there's absolutely been right, a, like right. you don't even trust what I'm right, saying because right. you've been watching other stuff and it's like you you haven't been putting whistles on obvious stuff. So you can't tell me now in a one where it could go either way yeah. that I'm supposed to be on your side and, and trust that you are doing everything right to really see that particular Yeah, because, like, and I mainly speak to this because, like, I have a fifth grade team, mm-hmm. right? And I got two really big fifth graders, like, really big. But one, <laughs> I love Jason, but he's pigeon-toed. He's, his knees go inward. Mm-hmm. You know, he runs awkward. Mm-hmm. So he's just that awkward 10-year-old, right, mm-hmm. that 10, 11-year-old. But he's super tall, super big. He plays football, too. So it's like I just want to speak on this part because I don't want those kind of kids to get discouraged from basketball because mm-hmm. it can happen. You know, they're like, I can't play. I can't play what is my strength like I can the guards because that's when bigs all of a sudden become envious of guards, right? Because mm-hmm. they're like, well, they can go to the line. They can dribble. They can flail on the ground and throw the ball up and all this stuff. But if I just turn and just, you know, make a hard dribble sometimes and, and and I'm just sheerly bigger than the guy next to me and he just falls, you know, I get called for a foul. Like, I know that's not what's always happening, right, but right, right. you got to keep in yeah, mind it's absolutely. a 10-year-old's yep. perception. So yep. they just be like, I don't want to play till everybody else gets bigger. <laughs> like, they literally was just, I'm cool. I'm just going to stick with football. When y'all catch up to me, now <laughs> I can I'm play. Back, you know what I mean? Now it's fair. Right. And so I, that's why mainly why I wanted to talk about this point. So, you know, it's it's I think it's 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 something we see Um, what I don't see bigs do enough. What I don't see Mm -hmm. my referee hat on. Yeah. Jump straight vertical up in the air. Like if you're a big kid, you get even bigger when you jump straight up in the air, especially when you try or when you don't try to block the ball. Right. Just jump straight up in the air. Make yourself as long as possible. Like them highlight blocks. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. But, you know, so, but yeah. you'll take yourself from being in legal guarding position. You'll jump vertically, right? Which the rule book says you can go you vertical floor to ceiling. That's your space. You jump vertical, right? And then what? You should go to block it. You, you know what I mean? Like you did everything right. And now you're going to go try to block it instead of just make them shoot that shot over top of you. Make them throw up something that happens to magically go in. Have them do that. 10 times a game. I don't think they can, right? You're right. But instead, you jump up and then you go, oh, and now you try right, to block it. So now second. we call a whistle and you're like, yeah. oh, and I'm like, why did you move you're, your arm in that right. direction? You did everything, you you did everything right, right to that last yeah, second. Yeah, you were fine. You were fine. But again, there's this, it's the, it's the being recognized for stealing the ball or blocking the ball. Or, you know, there's, there's always this desire to have to be recognized for something instead of just being disciplined and appreciate. Like when I was taught, like the trap, it's not for the people who trapped to steal the ball. It's for the it's for the other people, mm-hmm. the next pass, the next So you just supposed to stand. Just You're your not supposed to try to so steal the ball. You're supposed to, to just protect it and prevent them from seeing yep. a good pass because when they throw it, then your teammate goes, Thank you, Deion Sanders. Now right. we're going to the you know what I mean? Yep. But we don't see that enough anymore. And now we got extra whistles, and so coaches are frustrated. Oh, I'm just trying to trap. I'm like then tell them to be disciplined. Yes. Tell them just to come over and just to try to make Keep it difficult, not trying to it. steal the ball because yep. that's what they're doing 90% of the time is trying right. to steal the ball. Absolutely. Vic, do you have anything add left for that? Or something no, about that? Okay. You know, perfect. sport covered, man. He, <laughs> I do, man. I be worried, man. Hey, my no, no, no. He's a crew chief. That's perfect. We man. need that. He's a crew but, chief. But, yeah. And you had me. Before. I don't know if you had me for like I'm – 
I yeah, will, I will yeah. communicate with coaches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, I'm going to come over and give you an answer. Yeah, yeah. I'll explain it to you. I'll tell you what it is. No. I'm not going to give you a whole bunch of fluff. But you, hey, look, that one right there, they didn't really establish yeah, it. Yeah. They do next time. Then I got you. Like, no, I this think is, this is part of what helps is us getting better. But I wasn't always like this. I wasn't always comfortable with having dialogue. One, I had to learn the rules. Yeah. That helped a lot. Right. Once I learned the rules, I was like, oh, okay. I got something to say. <laughs> what do you, you got a question, coach? Right. I got an answer. Right. right? And, and it builds something in you. So then now you're not afraid of that dialogue. And once yeah. you're not afraid of that dialogue, now you can actually learn how to do it right. Well, that's why I created this platform because <laughs> I want I want people to tune in. I'm in SAC or wherever, you know, we all are on basketball community here. I want people to, mm-hmm. you know, go, oh, man, did you hear that episode, you know, that uh, talking with uh, uh, Vic and Sport, man? Like they, they really broke a lot of things down. I didn't know. You know what I mean? <laughs> like you might have just helped somebody in – the middle of uh, Sheboygan, Wisconsin, who didn't know about the goaltending rule. You know what I mean? You might have helped someone like that. And that one coach, now it trickles out and more people learn. So that's that's the biggest thing why I'm glad you guys are here because mm-hmm. you can help, hopefully, some of these people understand your guys' perspective. Right. The big, um, the last thing I wanted to talk about before we move on to the other segments mm-hmm. um, is how – how well you guys can speak on if you do it but how do we encourage more to get more officials how do we encourage to help some of these younger officials and things like that um like one thing i can say i hate and i'll just segue to this momentarily before you guys answer that is um you know i've heard coaches be very disrespectful to um female officials Mm -hmm. and i've personally heard it and i don't like it i've i've you know, I've cursed out a few coaches mm-hmm. like straight up in the game or after the game. I was like, don't fucking talk to her like that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's just, it's no place for it. Um, so let's try to do better in that. That's just my, you know, mm-hmm. my PSA, my, you know, like, <laughs> can we please try to right. respect everyone out there? You can disagree. You can disagree with a woman official and her gender does not exactly. need to be mm-hmm. brought up. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's just my side comment. But, how do we get more officials wanting to do this and, you know, trying to keep them encouraged and stuff like that? Um, I don't know. Maybe we do the Jerry Maguire thing. Show me <laughs> Yeah. Um, do you guys think officials need to get uh, bumped I, up? I definitely pay? think pay. Okay. Because I don't, again, I, I'll go back to what I, I started earlier. I said, we're people first. I'm yes. a father. I'm a, you know, so as a person, you know, a workman is due is higher, right? Yes. You want to be paid adequately for, your time the time and the work and the sacrifice that goes into this okay absolutely and so um i think uh pay would help you know um you know but i don't think it's it's only to pay i really think we need to reach out to uh younger uh, younger folks especially people who have played high school or college and now you're not yeah like you still love it because because you probably want to watch it all the time you got somebody's house trying to why not come out to the game and actually find a way to give back. You might find that you actually appreciate it. It actually, at least for me, it kept me close to the game. I had the, I had the, you know, I'm not gonna talk about a lot of highlights, but I had the the fortunate, fortunate, fortunate opportunity to referee the Ball Brothers. I did the last game, the high school game that they did at Arco, their last one. Nice. Was undefeated that season. Yeah, right? yeah. I've had other games that were more exciting and things like that, and I'm not like, oh, the ball. Being out there, just the energy, just the energy yeah. was like, 
ain't no better place to be than right here on the floor <laughs> right now. I mean, I'm sure the people in the gym were like, oh, man, this was exciting. For those of us on the floor, oh, we was, I don't even know if I was walking. I was just like skating in the air. I mean, you know, it was, there was an experience. And when you're seeing certain types of plays that happen and you're on the floor seeing them happen, it's just like, ooh, yeah. wait. And, and we're getting paid to, yeah, to, yeah. to watch this like up and close best in house game, right? Nice. I mean, we can't do this, but you know how when the players or somebody get dunked on, they be like this. Yeah, Sometimes yeah. I'm gonna be like, "Yeah, no, I know, I he know." He just got you. He you, just got I, you. you look at some of those plays, you're like, Damn. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's like <laughs> again, we're still fans as well, yes. right? Like we just take a different perspective. You take the bench, parents take the stands, players sit next to you. <laughs> we on the floor. Yeah, you know I mean, right, like, we yeah. all just have a different perspective, but we're still trying to do the same thing, which is to create an environment where the players can play. The coaches can coach and the fans can enjoy the experience. And we can leave without you almost even recognizing that we were on your game. I mean, you do kind of. You know, had to add that in there. <laughs> <laughs> you recognize refs because it's like, you know, I mean, I mean, like, it, it ain't a big community of us, yeah, right? Yeah. But the greatest feeling is to be able to come in there, leave, and it's almost like nobody noticed me. And I'm like, I did my job. Yep. And everybody's like, man, I, I enjoyed the game. And, yeah. Cool. <laughs> that's it. Because that's all people were talking about the win, you know, the great game that it was. And, you know, that's it. Yeah. That, that, that's, but again, we play a part. We play a role in that as well. And, and so we need, we need more officials, younger officials, especially. Um, we definitely need females. Mm -hmm. I mean, again, there's, there's high school have boys and girls. And yeah. Where are all the females at? Because they definitely don't come back. So we definitely need to, to kind of renew that. Colleges. Junior colleges. I mean, there's an effort, you know, on our part to really kind of create our outreach and, and increase while we're here on this platform to increase the space to kind of say, hey, I'm just a regular person. I just happen to have a different perspective and I happen to have a different value that I bring to the game of basketball. You might have the same value. I didn't want to do this. My mom tricked me, sort of. I mean, <laughs> she didn't exactly trip, but she kind of stalked me until. Right. I was like, if you don't leave me alone, she's like, well, just referee one time and then I'll leave you alone. And I'm like, is that's what it takes? I'll referee one time. And then like two minutes in, I'm like, I like this. She's right, like, See, I've been go. trying to tell you. And I'm like, mom, that's by the point. You know I mean? So, I mean, you know, it, it, you don't know until people get in it, but I, I can assure you it's probably a lot more enjoyable than you think. And if you have an opportunity to get some training or, you know what I mean? Like you don't get lost in a shovel. You get around folks that are going to help you. They make the experience so much more enjoyable. It's like the first step, if you if you guys would say, like the first step, you know, well, it's just saying, hey, you wake up, and you're like, I want to try it out. Do you think they should, like, go to a rec level first or start with younger kids, kind of work their way up, or a combination of them? Um, depends. Like, yeah. yeah. It depends. Okay. You can go – Wake up one day and go AU hey, and say I'm never. I had somebody did AU. Hey, I'm never coming back. Wow. <laughs> okay. And I was like, what happened? They're like, this coach is on me. I said, I'm sorry. You know, I don't right, say, right, I'm sorry. right. So it, it definitely depends. Um, there's different opportunities everywhere. You know, I I definitely would suggest if someone knows. Um. Oh, sport like just just um i'd say contact yeah. the ntoa that, yeah, that's NCAA. one way to go right, 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 right and right. you can go to the um the arbiter dot arbitersports.com and the ntoa um has a, has a sports tab out there on arbiter sports that would be one way 
Um, you know, I would say if you see an official, speak to him and say, hey, yeah. I'm interested in getting in this. Do you know who I could speak to to kind of get me going? You know, you'd be surprised. Like we we would love to bring more people in. Right, you know what I mean? Right. But we're not going to go walk up to you like, okay, which one of y'all in the yeah, stands yeah, right yeah, now? Yeah, of course. You. Yep, you was talking. <laughs> yep, you kept talking about the double dribble and I didn't get the angle and right. I know that was a foul. So why don't you come to Yeah, why don't job, you come yeah. out? You know what I mean? You know, and when you ask people, they're like, oh, I, 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 I'm like, well, you were so helpful during the game. It was so <laughs> helpful. Why not come out here now right. and help us get better, right? And so I think getting younger folks, I think that that's really I we definitely that. need. We've had, I was telling uh, Johan, I think it was yeah, earlier, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Johan. Um, Johan. Johan, sorry. My bad, my bad, bro. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to get it right. I don't like messing up people's names. And you could chop jo- this part jo- up. Joe is cool as hell. He ain't Joe, I'm going to call you Joe because it just makes it a little bit easier. But, um, you know, we just we need the people that have been doing this for for a while have been doing this for a while. Right. COVID knocked out a whole group of people I know. who were doing it, but then found out, well, you know what? I like going to the mosaic on Friday night. Yeah. Yeah. I like right. going to what you know what I mean like they found other things that they <laughs> were right. interested in, right? So now it's like why do I want to come out there and get yelled at on a Tuesday night? It's, no, I don't want to do right. And so they stepped away. And so we've lost a lot, a lot. And then look, this society, right? Yeah. People are less patient. They're less tolerant. They're less empathetic. They don't, you know what I mean? So there's a lot of factors that are kind of playing a part in this. What we, again, what we need is we need to really be reaching out to these former players um, at the high school level, at the collegiate level, you know, people you hang out with, maybe somebody who loves to talk basketball to say, hey, man, why don't you just come out and try it for a year? Because I tell people, if you try it at least once, it will absolutely change your perspective. Because, like, cause like, shout out to, uh, you know, like, uh, <laughs> Larry. Ted again? Well, well, I would say Ted, oh, but, uh, okay. but Ted, uh, okay. Larry. Lawrence. Lawrence. Um, Foster. Because, okay. you know, all the shit he talked all those years. <laughs> oh, and now hey, he's hey, official. He, he gave it to me a lot. Exactly. All the shit he talked. I was like, Larry, don't think we forgot about you. But he's actually... <laughs> He's actually yeah. learning and doing his thing, man. Um, Jim, Big Jim, uh, all, all those guys. Uh, uh, Mo, I've always enjoyed okay. Mo um, mm-hmm. when he was fishing me and up. Uh, um, Bob, yeah. Bob, 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 yeah, Bob, 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 uh-huh. yeah. yeah. So, so, um, you know, shout out to you guys doing holding it down, saying all the OGs. Yeah, 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 like, that's why we need some new. I know G's. that's why I know <laughs> some young know. G's, and man. that's what I'm working on on my end because I I do that. I um, actually um when some of my former YBA kids are, mm-hmm. you know, done playing college or whatever. And I'm like, you know, they're like, yeah, I'm just working and stuff like that. I said, well, you know, but they like, but you know, they tell me like, I still want to be involved in basketball and stuff. I said, well, I said, look, officiating's the door's always wide open. Like, you know, um, of course you can coach and train and whatnot, but I said, but officiating is actually a pretty good gig. Summer, like, summer ball starts at $25. Yeah. It's pip, mostly 25 to 35 there are certain assignments leagues tournaments whatever where you go up to 50 dollars a game yeah. that you can get and this is in the summer this right. is in the summer this ain't any high school yeah when you get to high school at the sub varsity levels what 68 dollars 69 dollars 69 dollars yeah. for one sub varsity game right and nice. at the varsity game it's 80 no it went to 97 97 wow for a varsity game i right? did not know that Right, so the people don't realize. Right, they be right. like, Oh, ref, you, I'm, you think I'm doing this for fifteen dollars? Like, no. all this hollering, and screaming, and stuff going on, right? And so, there's a little. And now we talk about, we talking about college, yeah, junior college. So college, if you go to college, you're talking levels, about yeah. you're you're at least starting at 
you know, 135, 150 at the junior college level, you get up to the division two level, you're talking about, you know, 230, 265, you get up to the division one level, you can start up as low as, you know, 650 yeah. on up to comma checks. Yeah. Like, you know, it, you can make a career there, out of there, this. There's money in this. Now, yes. and we don't want this to become your only life and, and you, you don't have balance because, you know, but there's opportunity here and yep. you can make a little change. You completely control your schedule. If you look, I don't work on Saturdays. I don't work on Tuesday. I, you can do that. And yes. no one's going to hold that against you and just say whenever you're available and they'll work around that. I don't know too many jobs that are <laughs> pay you. Yeah. Let you have complete control over the schedule. Whenever you want, right. you don't get that control. It's from the, the most work, highest paid part-time job. you right. <laughs> ever but, had. but you got to be great at yeah. the start of the game and get better. Yeah. As the game goes on, right. that's the only kind of caveat to being a referee, right? You know what I mean, you got to be like really good from the first quarter and like and become amazing by the end, and then everybody goes, "Oh man, you a good referee." Right, it's right. like it was a lot of work. It was a lot of work. <laughs> no, man. This, no, this is great. Um, well, anything to add left to that for you guys? Um, we'll move on to some of the hot takes going on in the world right now uh -oh. in basketball. Um, let's, let's do it. All right, we talking ready? about burner phones? What are we talking about? No, no, no. Oh, we going to okay, talk cool. about. Hold on, let me. Get my I didn't right want. I, I wasn't ready to talk about. No, I got to get okay. my my right side in effect right now. So let's talk hot takes. The let's segue a little bit into the NBA. Um, John Morant just got his consequences yeah. for his actions. Um, I think it was a twenty-five game suspension. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm assuming you both know what John did uh and unfortunately it's just kind of a something i've been bringing up recently because at the end of the day man we're all brothers in here with black men like i i'm i'm tired of seeing our younger and younger athletes just making dumb mistakes i mean we we've all made dumb mistakes and mm -hmm. we didn't have camera phones back then thank yep. goodness but you know um it's just i don't know it's just starting to get sad and out of hand you got like mikey williams mm -hmm. um who allegedly, I have to say the word allegedly yep. on this show for legal yep. purposes, but allegedly um, pulled a gun out at a party and shot mm -hmm. at some people and is now facing potentially five years in prison. Mm -hmm. And he's 17, 18, um, got a scholarship pulled, uh, deleted all his social media accounts because obviously doesn't want to deal with the backlash of scrutiny right now. Mm -hmm. You have John Morant who... You know, well, by his camp said he had a fake gun. It right. was a fake gun. Uh, he was waving. Like there's a difference. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, you know, um, you know, putting the gun out on IG Live. You know, I, I just don't know. I, I, you know, fighting and punching a, a high school kid and that kid's, you know, allegedly punching that kid and that kid's ready to sue him. And it, it, it's just, I don't know, man. It's it's just weird. Some of our our younger and younger athletes um, or just making a lot of bad decisions. You could say Zion Williams and his decisions with his female company. <laughs> you know, uh, that's probably happening. A lot yeah, well, I mean, that's, realize, I mean, like, yeah, let's keep it a buck. Athletes are going to do their right, thing, yeah, but, I mean, like, but it's like, bro, be a little smarter, yeah, please. Yeah, like, know. you know, um, it's just, I don't know, man, but it's just younger and younger. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Zion's 22. I think Jaws 22, 23 years old. Uh, um, uh, Mikey 17. It's like, Man, it's just getting harder and harder, worse and worse. Do we blame the people around them? Do we, you know, well, you know, just the pandemic of it all. It just seems like an epidemic of our athletes, and especially our young black athletes, aren't making a lot of great decisions right now. No, it's 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 um it's tough because you know um 
in all communities need leaders. All communities need examples. Um, those examples are going to come from a lot of different places. You know, sometimes they come from the right places, uh, maybe certain professions or certain vocations, you know. Sometimes they claim for the wrong places. Oh, my homie. Oh, you know. And yeah. so, um, you know, trying to provide a perspective to help people understand that everything that you do hurts somebody's shield. And I say that because when I was growing up, my parents always say, boy, what's your last name? Don't be, do, if you do that, then, yeah. you know, they're going to be taking that back to, right? You, right, mean, right. you had to rep, so I had to rep be mindful, like, family. okay, well, yeah. I, I don't do nothing because this name means something, right? Right. Well, it was no different when I was on a, a sports team. It was, you know, it's no difference when I'm at job. It's no difference in any, 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 any walk of life, right? You know, we have to understand that, you know, being a melanated man in, 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 in today's world, you know, there, there's a badge and, and everything you do has an impact. Now you don't, you know, answer all the, the calls right, right. and dreams of everything, but at least, at least for the space that you have in life, for the, for the, what they call platform or what, for the space that you have, why not try to do something that's worth something with that space? You know, why right. not try to say, you know what, man, you know what? I could do this, but I could also do this, you know? And I think at some point in time, um, you know, we can speak up and, and, and try to say, okay, the people around him, but at some point in time, you know, like you were taught right and wrong when you was little, right? Yes. At some point in time, we all know, when we're doing something right or wrong, it's, it's a choice that we're making. And we just have to be mindful that every decision that we make is impacting somebody's shield. And that shield might be, you know, melanated people. That shield might be, you know, your school, your yeah. AU program, your family, whatever it is, it's impacting something. So let's try to be mindful of, of that, you know? Absolutely. What about, you got anything, Vic, on, on just your outlook on all this? Uh, it's, it's like it was a toy gun. <laughs> it wasn't real good. <laughs> yeah. just, they got to take accountability. You know, it's just like like Sports said, they are taught, you know, it's a choice that you make. You have to deal with it, you know. So he had that, you know, I'm not saying he got slapped on, you know, that eight-game suspension was pretty It was a slap. It was a little slap, right? Yeah. It, it, was, was, like, a, it was like, oh, you know, it was slap. a slap. And, and then, then, you know, then now it's 25 he checked yeah. into games. some little thing about his, I need help for yeah, mental yeah, thing. But yeah. then he come out, I'm ready. Right. And then, you know, and then he come back and Does toy this. gun, whatever the case may be, toy right. gun. It just doesn't. What good. I will say, though, is I think mental health is yeah. something that is an issue in right. the community yes. that is just not talked about enough. No, I agree. And that plays out in a lot of different ways. There's a lot of traumas that, that everybody is, is, is dealing with or hasn't dealt with or is ignoring that play out in a lot of different ways. And I think sometimes what you're, what you're seeing is just maybe men saying, Hey, I just want somebody to, to take a moment. You know what I mean? And, and just to, to, to be here for me or to pour into me or yeah. to be something for me until I can be it for myself. I mean, that's that's why I think um, it's amazing what LeBron's been able to be in the league Man. as long as he has, and Man. no major controversies. No, you know what I mean. I'm at the end of the day, that's incredibly impressive. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm like, you you can like you can be a fan of him or not a fan mm -hmm. of him as far as on the basketball court, but 
Overall, Come on, man. Overall. He's been, he's been a, a great right? example. Just example. Yeah. Of a professional athlete, a human being. Yeah. Respectable husband, anything. Great father. Who's, a un, who's an unapologetic advocate of his beliefs, what mm-hmm. he thinks. You know what I mean? Like, it's... Oh no, man! It's not an easy line, right? No. And 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 athletes are asked to walk this line every single day. Like yeah. we don't, no one's coming to your job talking about, hey, wait, what do you do? Like, no, don't talk about that. Don't you know? No yeah. one's on us like they're on right. them, you know. And they have to uh, the scrutiny. Yeah, <laughs> the I can only imagine, right? Man. Like you get to go to the store. Ain't nobody yeah. following you over yeah. to the grocery outlet right, or right. Winko or yep. I mean, you get to go. He can't go to grocery outlet. He can't do nothing normal. Nothing. He at the house, like so. He he has to be so hyper sensitive, and I think we all need to be. Right, life pans out a lot of different ways, but we all just be mindful that that you're an example for somebody, and it may just be the person next to you. You I mean, it could be that little kid that you just refereed, right? It could be the little the little parent. And that you, you know I mean, that's got another kid, and, right, and right. he really don't shouldn't be a parent, but a parent. I mean, you know what I mean? Like it might be anybody. Right. So let's just try to be be mindful of what role we play and what role, you know, what way we can kind of be an advocate for what's right. You think uh, after he serves this twenty five game suspension, you think he's going to learn his lesson? What, 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 what do we think oh, about man, that? He, I know financially, this is his hurt. This is hurting him financially. <laughs> yes. You know, he's ready since he's missing those games. He's not going to make all NBA. That's extra bonuses, mm-hmm. all that. Gilbert, Gilbert Arena said in on his show, he was like, he said, oh, take that money away from him. He'll, oh, yeah, he'll, 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 he'll shape up. He'll turn around. He probably, that's the only way. Yeah, that's the only way, you know. So, I, you know what, I, I never look at things that happen to me like, oh, why is this happening to me? The mistakes I've made, I, I always say it happened for me. Because mm-hmm. it makes you better in yeah. the long run. You know, whatever mistakes you made or choices that you made or whatever the case you may call it, it happens to you for a reason. And, and again, I and, and for me, I hope just putting it. I think I said it last show too, but I I hope the he bounces back and does learn from. I think we all do. I think we're all yeah. rooting for him, oh, but it's like, but him, it's like you know? he's got to. Understand he's got what he has himself. in front of him. You know, he's, he's got to understand what he has in front of him. Definitely you know? got to show his – now his words don't mean nothing right now because yeah. he said that, you know, his apology statement, he has to – actions, you know. But, you know, I'm rooting for the man. I'm rooting for the young man, and I I believe he'll – Um, I I think he'll – I think he'll uh, wake up. Wake up! My bad. No, you're fine. His father needed to be like, "Yo, what are you doing?" Yeah, I know, right? (laughs) Like, it's I don't know. It's just a weird circumstance. On a more positive note, uh, Denver Nuggets won the NBA championship. They got they. Can they do this again? What do you guys Absolutely. think? Absolutely. I think they Absolutely. can, too. What, what, do you, what about you? I'm a Warriors fan, by the way, yeah, so just so y'all fr- know. They got a fresh coach that's down. You seen them at the parade? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> they used to be the Kings coach. Right. So, I mean, you know, the Kings coach. could have been the Kings parade. Right. But anyways. I, I, but hey, Mike Brown did a good all, job. All, all, I'm just saying. <laughs> all, guys are, all those guys are young and under contract. So I know. As long as there's no injuries and... I, they're going to be tough. They're How crazy tough. is it, though, like a guy like Jokic? So what I find fascinating even more so with Jokic, and um, this is just kind of circling back with him. Mm-hmm. This is my last, like, NBA topic, but I think it's just cool having you guys to see this perspective. Um, 
because you guys got to see this. So <laughs> no, it's just what I'm going to. So like, so like with European basketball, overseas uh-huh. basketball, and what they teach out there, right? If a kid is very, very advanced, like a Jokic, uh, Ricky Rubio, Luka mm-hmm. Doncic, all them, what do, do you do? You guys know what they do with the more mm-hmm. advanced kids? They play them up. Okay. They say, oh, you're 14 years old. You're 13 years old. You're 15 years old. You're killing it. Oh, time to go play with the grown men. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like I had uh, Paige's son on the show. Oh, Andres yeah, yeah, Diarkovich. Andre. We uh-huh. talked about that. He sent during during the COVID, he sent Andre um, to Greece to play against the professional mm. national team all summer long. But he, he had only played his first year, like really super competitive AAU last year with the Compton Magic. Yeah. Prior to that, he had him playing against professional athletes. Okay. Right. So that obviously right. geared him ready for that. In our AAU culture, though, in our basketball culture, we're st- doing the opposite. <laughs> we are holding back our kids <laughs> if a kid is killing it at sixth grade what sometimes we see parents do oh i'm gonna put him in sixth grade again or oh he's killing in eighth grade it's really bad in seventh and eighth grade like really bad i'm talking there's 16 year old seventh graders out there it's pretty bad huh? yes yeah it's pretty bad i'm telling you especially at the top level so i'm taking my sixth grade team to ohio for the national I'm UA Ohio, tournament. Oh, so nice. Man, okay. Man We're going to, um, like I heard this it's like 40 that. minutes away from Cincinnati. Is it Rock, okay. Rock Hill? No, not South Carolina. Um, crap. I cannot. Hamilton. 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 Yeah. There. So we're going there. If I showed y'all videos of some of the kids that I know we're about to go against from like team trill and, and Austin select and all, I mean, these kids, they're not 12. <laughs> Let me just put it like right. that. They are definitely not 12. And, I don't know. In 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 the in America, we have now this weird basketball culture of when a kid's really good, let's hold him back for a year or two years and all this crazy stuff. But right now, arguably one of the best players in the NBA, uh, being Joker, mm-hmm. is he's actually very young. He's not, you know, even though right. he looks kind of like a. 30 something year old, you know, <laughs> trucker, like, right. you know, but he's actually, I think, like 24 or something like that. He's really young. And he's been playing um, against adults and professional athletes since he was like 14 years old, 14, 15 years old. So I don't know. Is that the right way to do things? This trend of holding kids back, you know, it it doesn't yield a lot of positive results. It's not like you look at the top NCAA players, they're all like these holdbacks and reclasses that's right. a proper term to use reclass, reclass yeah. um i'm saying they hold them back so they can i i, I want to understand why they they do it so they can get scholarships or that's to supposed to, like because it's, once they get to that next level they're back at the bottom it don't matter how old you get you're gonna be 16 you're going to get some older guys so i don't, I don't know how i don't understand the logic I, either I, but I mean my guess would be do, it's, it's about opportunity yeah. right they, yeah. they figure um, if there's only so many so many bites of the apple, right, to give you the best opportunity to get the biggest bite, then if I know there's other people who take really good bites of the apple that's in the same contest you're in, well, maybe you might want to play because there's other people who don't bite the apple. As well, <laughs> right, you know what I mean? I, right. I, I guess that's the thought behind it. But, again, the message, right, the message that you send, um, sports more important than academics. Yeah, I mean, you know, than, I mean, yeah. you know, and so then once they get to the fixed point, once you get to finally where you're supposed to be, 
I'd almost say you're a little behind. You're right. You know I mean? Because you were ahead at first, but then you hold back. And yeah. then by the time you get there, well, you're behind because these people been playing, been doing what they've been age, doing, yeah. playing at higher levels, challenging themselves in ways that you haven't actually been challenging yourself. And so, um, you know, why people do it, I, I mean, I guess until you have a conversation with them, I mean, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, speculation is just, it's, it's something that I would, I would just ask people, like, it's, you know, look at the long term impact. Do you have, are you seeing other people who went through that same situation who've had really positive outcomes? If so, then okay, maybe that's, that's something to look at. But I, I don't know if we really spent time thinking about it that we'd find that many really good examples of people who went that route and it worked for them. Yeah. There are, there are always people. There's always, yeah, but there's you're always. not going to find, you know, like, it's not like oh, a mass group of yeah, people. That it's this not is that went that way. For. It's just one here, one there. And there's always some circumstance or some reason. Let me ask you guys, when you guys are officiating and I know you guys have probably seen it. I mean, obviously you can't do anything about it. I just really wonder what's going through your guys's minds. When you see uh, these older kids playing against younger kids and you, you know, it's obvious the, coaches cheating because that's what it is it's cheating you know you, you're you're got a sixth grader playing in a fourth grade division you know what mm-hmm. i mean like and of course you guys are going to officiate the game and whatnot and do your job but i'm just what do you guys think about it just personally like you, you must like when you're in the year <laughs> <laughs> you said what i've been born at the beginning of the year, <laughs> January. that's like almost a year ahead. no i don't know i mean i, I never i don't think i ever blamed the kid because the kid's not the one making no it's the not the kid's fault at all no no I think my my thought always has been, um, you know, coaches will, you know, we always talk about wanting it to be fair, right? And 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 if we care about wanting it to be fair, then, you know, why not attempt to, why do anything other than just allow life to be what it's supposed to be for people, right? Yeah. You can't fast track them a particular way and holding them back definitely isn't allowing them to to get the things the resources tools whatever it is that they 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 know like just let them play like yeah. you know like you're you're gonna you're gonna lose sometimes you're gonna play against somebody that's bigger yeah. you know referees want the game to be fair a lot more and we look at things like and I'm I'm gonna just say it cuz it's just like taboo like why are you pressing when you're up by 40? I mean, you know, I mean, you know like yeah, no, I agree. all of this comes into the totally vein agree. of like, you know, you're on me in the first quarter about a hand check and you're saying I'm not keeping it fair. Right. But you're up by 39 points with 10 minutes to go and you're literally pressing them like it's zero zero. Yeah. You know, like how how can we look at both of those situations and say, oh, he's right. I need to get on you. But oh, you know what? It makes sense for me to do this. You know, that's where it's like, well, let's have, let's all have a little bit of perspective and just know that, you know, we're all out here, a part of this thing. Let's try to do what's best for everybody involved, which most importantly is the, it's, it's the, the little people. Like they only got a short window. You're going to be coaching for however long you're going to yeah. coach. They got one, two, three, four, five, whatever the number of years, they got that, and, and then it's over. Well, that's why I think I think it's this mentality in AU, unfortunately, where it's like win at all costs, you know, and it's um, it becomes it's part of it's become it's it's become a dollar sign for mm. a lot of trainers and coaches, and and I I do have to I do have to say this in terms of I'm in a unique position 
because, well, you guys see where I'm at. I'm kind of in an island right. out here, right? You know, I'm kind of in a middle of nowhere. You know, I it's hard. I had to put GPS yeah, in exactly. to find like, out what I, I'm, I'm, So it's like I do always try to keep in mind that perspective. Like, I'm not worried if a couple kids leave because they don't necessarily like the way a coach coaches or – not that I want any kid to leave. I mm-hmm, really, right. that's my cus- that's my customer base. But obviously I just know I can't make everyone happy. Mm-hmm. We know we can't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't have to have that mentality of win at all costs because unfortunate side effect of if your team loses a lot, typically you'll lose players, yeah. right? Because yeah. they're like, well, our kids are losing. You must be wrong, right? As a coach, <laughs> you're wrong. It, not that, I, like I very much tell my teams and my parents, we are going to lose a lot before we learn how to win. Right. That's why it's called wins and lessons. <laughs> We're going to learn a lot of lessons before we start getting the wins. And I have that talk very early when I get my first in okay. my teams and stuff like that. So they kind of know that. That's why I, I say most of my teams stick with me. But I always try to put myself in the lens of the other guys, the independent team, where you only got two teams, 10 kids on each team. Let's say you got one really good player, and the rest of them are kind of average, mediocre. That one good player starts getting annoyed because, man, we're just losing, and you guys aren't keeping up with me, and blah, blah, blah. So then what happens? Usually a bigger program or a program that's winning snatches Mm -hmm. the kid up. Now you're kind of stuck and starting all over. So, you know – I don't I don't know where the end game is. There's just this win at all costs mentality to the point where it's like I have to play older kids in younger divisions to get a win to make sure I don't lose pe- people. I just don't like it. That's just I ain't got no big metaphor about we, it. I we, just don't like it. I would say referees, you know, and again we, we we're there just to referee. So we don't we really don't yeah. try to think about it a lot, but we we want the game to be fair as well. And trust me, we take no enjoyment out of seeing a person who's clearly older, grades high, whatever you want to say it, just dominating, you yeah. know. And then really, if they're doing it in a way that doesn't show a level of humility, then it's really like, well, hold on. Like, well, my thing is, how does that you help could the kids? easily be dominated. Yeah. You clearly are. And now you gonna let everybody know that you dominated? I mean, you know, like, like, why add all of that on top of it? And so that's, again, I'll go back to, you know, I think in life, a lot of people are dealing with a lot of things, yeah. and we don't talk about stuff, and so we think that, oh, if I can get over on you, if I can beat you, if I can win in something that makes that makes me feel a certain kind of that that brings some sort of gratification to you, and and the reality is that means that. That means there's something inside of you that that you need to work on, right? Because right? you got you got to get you right first, because then you can handle all the other stuff, disappointment, whatever. So, okay. I don't. I mean, no, no, it's great. Like Vic, did you have anything to add to this on that one? <laughs> I thought Vic was going to talk about my pet peeve, on what I like to call all the time. <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't pick mine out. So Vic I chilling. That. No. I no, you guys are hanging in there. I appreciate that. I'm glad you guys are hanging <laughs> in there. I told you this. We talk. We just, that, yep. that it is. Um, my last point before we get out of here, the last okay. thing I wanted to talk about um, was obviously, I'm sure you guys have seen videos. Um, I've seen videos. I've talked about it on, on uh, numerous occasions of um, parents, coaches, officials getting into physical altercations, oh, fights, just straight up fights. Um, 
man, I, I myself have never been in that situation Mm -hmm. and I pray I'd never have to be (laughs) because I just (laughs) don't want to personally. Um, and I don't think it never needs to really come to that. You know what I mean? Honestly, Mm -hmm. like, again, we could disagree, but it's just, I don't think it has to come to, especially when we're there for the kids. You know what I mean? It's just the message. That's just not the message I want to send to the kids I coach. Um, nor my program. I don't, I just don't want that message out there. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, I'm just curious your guys' thoughts on it, you know, um, right, wrong, and different. Obviously, it's to me, it's all wrong. You know, parents, officials, and coaches, we don't need an adversarial, combative atmosphere. It doesn't but, help anybody. You know what I mean? Just just, <laughs> just your guys' thoughts on all that. Um, I, I, it, 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 we've got to find a way to, to, to kind of come together. Um, I'll, I'm always of the mind that referees are always going to be looked at as the the bad guy to be, regardless of yeah. whatever we do, right? Like, you can walk up, slap me in the back of the head, and then I turn around, you know what I mean? And I do something, and they're like, ooh, look at the referee. I'm like, well, ain't nobody saying nothing about the fact that he slapped yeah. me in it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so I'm, I'm held to the standard, but not everybody, you know, not everybody right. else. And so I go back to what I started at the beginning with people first. And I don't think there's ever anything that positive that comes out of um, you know, negative interactions between, um, you know, uh, referees and, and coaches. I've never got into a physical. I've been challenged. I've been, you right. know, I, I meet you at the parking lot after the game. I mean, I didn't, I didn't heard a right, lot of right, stuff. Right, right. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, but I've never, I never had to deal with that, but it's real, you know? And, um, I, I just, I just say to people like, we're here giving up time because we care and when the referees stop caring like really stop caring and we don't ever want to but if, if but if they ever thought then what do you have you don't have you sports you don't you, none of this I stuff agree. happens it, 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 agree. it doesn't happen and so i don't mean you gotta you know walk me into some king chair and let me you know oh, here it comes no but it's just like i'm a i'm a part of what we're doing here too you know, we we we, yeah. we we there's there's all these roles and and we got a role in this play too. So let us just do our role. You got a role. You a fan. Like you know, you get to cheer. You get to do all kinds of stuff. Let us all just just do our part and understand that I I I'm I'm I don't ref in the NBA. And if I did, you probably wouldn't be seeing me refereeing. I mean, you know, you probably <laughs> see me at your at right. your son or daughter's game right, right now. So yeah, I'm probably not as good as those people. So. Like, you know, you don't want to come do this, but, you know. Right, you, but you, you want, can't complain about right? it either, It's like, right? come on, let's have a, you know, I get it. If I'm stinking up the place, I understand frustration, 100%. And sometimes we have tough days at referees. Sometimes we just we, we have a tough game, and, and it's like, man, I, I need to get through this because I'm, you know, I'm just not seeing it. It just it ain't clicking like right. it needs to. But by and large, like, and I, and to be fair, I don't think this is the majority <laughs> of the basketball community no. or nothing like that. I think mm-hmm. majority – and again, you guys can give me your perspective. I think the majority of the basketball community um, is good. I think the majority of the parents, majority of the kids just want to come in, play some competitive games, have fun, mm-hmm. and go home. I think that's the majority. Again, Vic, if your experience is different, you let me know. But I, I think that's the majority. But I just, you know, speaking on um, just the violence of it, you know, because you see those videos, oh, you see yeah. the, t- and it's just, Definitely. it's sad to see. And I, I, I don't, I don't like that for like you, basketball. Like you at all. said, internet's everywhere and it, it might be embellished a lot because 
they show more of the negative than positive stuff yeah. in, in the internet world or social media. But um, they, I, I just realized that, like, like Sports said, we're human beings too. We we don't, and a lot of us take it serious. Like we mm-hmm. go pay lots of money <laughs> to go train. and Yeah, because, yeah, you guys get to train or, you know, typically take the training, the classes. Then I mean, that's NFL just that's yeah, the minimum but, but, for our yeah, association. Yeah, yeah. But if we want to go to that next level, we go to camps, and some of those is 400 $100. Yeah, you're investing in yourself, camp, right? Investing in yourself yeah. to get Man. better and come out here. We don't come out here to, for the most part, I don't think we come out here to say, I'm just going to go just be lazy at this game. No. <laughs> but we understand that not every referee is yeah. going to always give, you know, of course, 110%. We should. Excuse me, sorry. But right. it just doesn't happen. Yeah. And it, it you know, and fans parents see the difference mm-hmm. between officials you know so it's just and i and i think with the you know like sports said with money i think the aau programs that have tournaments i think they need to support officials more yeah it's not and i and i tell new people or whoever do aau great do it because you're gonna get reps right you're gonna see plays but just realize at some point you know it is the fan base, the customers is the one that pays the bills. Mm-hmm. So, especially if you have a YBA program, and I say you guys do it, <laughs> 75 teams <laughs> right. come to a tournament. That's a lot to their bottom line. Right? <laughs> it's true. If, if we that discipline true. that program, other than just, you know, maybe moving the referee to another court, then bringing them back is just. And I try to explain that, like, it's, you got to understand that, you know. So, definitely all money, as referees, all money's not good money. We are independent contractors. We select yeah. what we want to do. I say for the most part, you know, you won't, you don't see me that much at Harwood or <laughs> yeah. or um, right. places. Because if we do, if me and sport do work, one or two games, and we're actually working a little tired. Doing it the right way. <laughs> right. You know, unless, you know, I want to go to Hawaii one day. Maybe I'll kick in <laughs> some more games. But Hawaii was cool. I was there earlier. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, right. But, you know, it's just, I think, more support. With these AAUs, if they support the officials a little bit more and show that it's not tolerated, I think it will be more security. In terms We've got to be there. better, too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we have to I be better. we well. got to stop doing the whole I'll take 10 games Correct. You know, each day. And that, But, again, this goes back to the numbers are low. Yeah. And I, like, you, you're you trying to pull pull blood out of a tournament. I mean, yeah, you mean, yeah. Like you, you, and we, we need officials. We, we need officials. I, th- I don't think people, we need officials, whether they're young, they're old. Yeah. We need you. Yeah. So need many you. tournaments on the weekend, like. People don't understand basketball that. is so big now. I mean, think of our area. Just I mean, they don't understand like, that they're getting the referees from the same pool. Like, yeah. like where they just go drop out of the sky. I have a tournament coming, and and then another Yellow Jacks will throw their tournament, and then another. I'm like, where do you guys think these officials are coming from? Like, same pool. How can you? Either these tournaments got to fix specific dates <laughs> where we can throw <laughs> tournaments or. Man. It's got they gotta somehow work together, you know. And do you guys think well do you guys think like a place like Harwood Palace, um, 
should they hire maybe like because I've thought of this and I've seen it at like really really big events. I mean, you see it even at the high school varsity games and uh, a lot of times. Um, you know, like hiring an off-duty cop to work as security. There's consequences like in yeah. high school. Yeah, of you, course. Yeah, of course. Sportsmanship is not true. Um, so I'm just saying, if they had a presence like that in just in the building, do you think that would help, or it just kind of just is, is incumbent upon I, I everybody so. working together? I, I don't. I don't. Again, because I think the the impetus behind why people are reacting the way they're reacting. Is not because there's not a, 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 a an officer standing right there, you know. Like their behavior is going to be their behavior regardless. Now they probably might not, you know, try to fight the referee. Be so you know, quick to it, I guess. Yeah, you, know, you know what yeah. I mean. Right away, like they might, you know, <laughs> right. walk around. We still got to walk to our car. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Let's wait till. Right. You know what I mean, you right. know, but it, I, I, so I think yeah, there is that. But it's just again, we live in a space now where people don't take the time to to think about things from someone else's perspective we only look at it from what it means to me how it makes me feel how it impacts whatever that is we don't say you know what let me try to look at it from their perspective I, coaches right i do yeah. i'll come and tell coaches sometimes oh sport what happened what did you see right because you saw something right well let's talk about that like i i mean you know like i, yeah. I need to take your perspective in on this particular matter because you saw something you trying to relay, you know, something that might be something important. I need to kind of process. Right. Yeah. So I, we all, we all are part of this, this, this ecosystem. And um, I think the sooner we kind of realize that, um, you know, it would be better or, you know what you should do? Have the AAU programs throw one tournament a year where only the parents get the referee. <laughs> that's a good idea. I I just came to that right now. Like, that's just, a good just, idea. One one tournament, and, and the referees could the referees could cheer and be. I just think it'll take them one time, right? right? Being in our shoes and having their peers, you know, the people that you sit up in the stands with and say something. Now have them people saying something. You know, I think it don't take much until people start realizing. Hold on, right. like. Let's have some perspective here. One thing I suggest, or I always suggest to a lot of the newer coaches or younger coaches or, or, uh, you know, coaches, just just if they have a real passion for it, Mm -hmm. right, I tell them, um, you guys should go to uh, some of the um, officials' trainings. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, go pay the money and sit in and actually absorb and learn because you will will see the game in a different perspective. It'll make you a better coach. Yeah. And you'll coach the game in a different perspective. Like some of the same rhetoric you're yelling, you know, without that information, now you probably won't because you're like, you see what they saw and you're like, you know what, they're right. My kid fucked up. <laughs> it had nothing to do with it. And then now you're going to take that kid aside and correct the kid, which you're meant to do anyway, mm-hmm. right? Because you're supposed to coach the game. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's my Or at least thing. the question you're going to ask the referee is 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 going to be a, a a a better question that provides better dialogue that's relevant to the game that's happening right then and there if yeah. that makes sense no absolutely it does want to my i appreciate you guys being here thank you man i appreciate it um vic sport thank you guys for being here absolutely um did you guys have any shout outs real quick or anybody you well i want to shout out um um, and for arranging all this oh, and, and making all this happen so shout you out uh, a big shout out to you bro um, you 
yeah, if you guys got any shout outs or anything, let it uh, say, say it now. First time being on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to anybody. Man. Like they're my mama. <laughs> hey, yeah, exactly. There you go. What about I just, uh, I just want to say uh, thank you for giving us this moment. Thank you for right. giving this opportunity. Um, again, you know, Vic and myself are very excited to 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 be able to lead this this group of officials here. Um, we definitely want to you know add resources, training, technology, but also the coaches' point. Um, we're we're angling hopefully at some point in time this summer to be able to have like a coach a coach referee summit nice. where we can sit down and kind of discuss the state of the game. You know, we're both stakeholders in this yeah. you know what role do we both play and how can we we make this thing getter better um so we're just excited to be here man if, if you want a referee i assure you we gonna we, we'll make it as exciting <laughs> as exciting as you you could ever imagine it you know right. that it would be it's 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 a fun time um and um we, we try to we try to ask perspective you're a person first and okay. so we, we try to start there like let's 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 treat you like a person we just gonna now teach you you know how to do something you're going to teach you a skill that now you can apply if you want to right you know whenever you want to perfect well i will have links to their um igs in the description again if you stay to the end of the episode you're a real one uh do that hbo special hit that subscribe and like help me out with the algorithm it'd be really appreciated if um you're listening on the audio side thank you um I know Johan, shout out to him and all the great work he does. We're going to get some good clips. I think we got a lot of good information on this show that will hopefully go pretty viral. So um, uh, uh, next episode, I will be having Bobby Jackson. Um, You know, shout out to him. Uh, Congratulations on the job with the uh, uh, Philadelphia, the Sixers. So I'm excited about that. Um, Again, thank you guys for taking the time to be here. Absolutely. Thank you, Chris, for having us here, man. Anytime, man. Feel free to come back if you want to. Have a part two. I just might. (laughs) All right. We are out. I don't know. All right.